Yo, yo, yo. What is good, y'all? This is Damage Per Second Podcast. This is DPS Podcast, episode number 104. And we are back once again on a fine Thursday night. Hope you guys have got your, your dinner in. Hope you guys had your, your, your beverages together because we're going to have a pretty action pack action pack might be a bit much i mean it's not like we fighting or something i don't know like or I don't know, man. but it but but it's it's, it's going to be a pretty lively show because we got a lot of topics to get through and a lot of opinions for all those topics but shout out to everybody for coming through real quick let me let me shout out to uh that guy smitty rk4247 king ragnar oh we got we got our viking in the house Def lloyd spider 13 michi dies a lot Bunty, Relzair, Double O, Troop Serum, Doctor Siracus, Ramon Terrell, the the <laughs> the Hallmark Channel actor extraordinaire, Biggie Butlers, Butters, and yeah, like um, let me let me introduce my co-host, Gaming Forte, Mister. I just tweet anything and like hundreds of people follow me and 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 retweet my stuff mr gaming forte what's good bro i'm good man i listen 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 man you just gotta strike when the iron is hot you gotta know that you got something really hot of substance and you can put it out there and people will listen especially if you actually make a good point when you're doing it so um yeah man it's been great man working um playing games chatting and chilling with you guys had fun on brat last um yesterday with everybody for the first time in a couple of weeks and um yeah just enjoying um this beautiful thing that we call gaming and all of the stuff that comes with it (laughs) big facts big facts uh yeah um what you been playing man uh actually i went back and started playing some more cold of the lamb loving it um because i never finished it so uh shout out to Rodimus, you know, with um with all the super chats and donos last week, because you know he said, I'm tired of watching Get Destiny content. Can you please <laughs> play something else? So I was playing that. I uh I went back and played some more of that. I am going through finishing up my Mass Effect playthrough because I kind of stepped away for a minute because of just working. That's a very, very long game. And I was like, Yeah, if I'm gonna get into this, I need to just sit down and just play nothing but this so i kind of been doing that a little bit just finishing out mass effect one and um i actually did jump into the overwatch uh, which which, which part are you at mass effect one uh i am um oh shoot where am i at now i just well i left the citadel I'm, i'm still pretty early i'm like just leaving the citadel so i'm like doing the whole foray of going around all these dead planets with nothing on them and trying to make this mako do what i wanted to do and stuff um but i'm actually following the transmission trying to find out where um where um salarin actually is and stuff so that's that's the part that i'm at right now wait is it salarin yeah what did i call him did i just salarin It's like you mixed Saren, the villain, Saren, the with villain, the race w- of Salarians. I did. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Saurian. Sorry, yeah, Sauron was, from I, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's exactly because I had two names in my head and I. Ooh, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what I did. Oh man, that's funny. Um, yeah, uh, I actually. 
I got so, so many games that I'm playing, newer games that I haven't beat yet, that I haven't, like, so, like, I beat the Mass Effect Legendary Edition on PlayStation 5. I also have it, but this is, this is show you how big of a Mass Effect fan I am. I own the game on PC, mm. PlayStation, and Xbox, yep. like, all three platforms. Um, I'm Do still I own on PlayStation. I don't own it on PlayStation. I will. Yeah. I don't. I haven't went that far. Yeah, I I only beat it on PlayStation first because I liked my uh my femshep the uh character model so much that I just mm-hmm. like kept playing through the game. But I got um my Renegade Shepherd on Xbox, and I got my my just like what slow mo would do playthrough on PC. Um, (laughs) which always ends up being a mix of like renegade and and paragon so like it it, although it's like your choices the way the game is designed Mm -hmm. there are some pivotal things that you can't really do because you don't have enough points in paragon or renegade to really allow you to to like make decisions like for example with rex like you don't even have to like talk rex down really if you mm-hmm. have enough paragon or renegade uh uh points already to kind of like you know make those get that 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 additional option uh dialogue option unlocked and it gets even worse in mass effect 3 because there's like decisions that can be made that are like pivotal to the entire story if you have like enough points and and um shoot and even in um as far as uh, mass effect 2 i guess it's like that for all games because the mass effect 2 yeah. you gotta be careful with like doing the loyalty missions if you don't have enough uh paragon or renegade points because you could actually lose certain characters loyalty if you don't have the ability to kind of yeah. overpower their their objections to things with your your dialogue so it's it's crazy like that but like no i I um I'm on Mass Effect Two on PC and Mass Effect One on Xbox, but I don't haven't played either of them in a long time because I've just been playing so many so many other things. My bad. You you were you were continuing on with the the stuff you're playing. No 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 yeah it's just been doing a lot of that. Um, I actually did partake in uh, Twitter video games this week, so you know that was uh it was actually a little fun doing that. You know because it's been a while. You know I always talk about don't play. You know, play video games, don't play Twitter. But every once in a while, you just got to have fun on Twitter. Right. And I haven't really been on there that often over the course of the last couple of months because, you know, work-related stuff. And it was like, now that work is kind of settling itself down and we're getting down to the holiday stuff, it's like, I can actually take a break and do a little things. But, yeah, just just those couple of little games and stuff, waiting for God of War Ragnarok to finally uh, release. Um, we got just over a month actually it just over a month to that game comes out and um uh and then the call of duty i i, I do have the itch for the call of duty beta i kind of miss it a little bit but at this point it's just i'm just you, reading for you games definitely said you were buying the game right oh yeah i'm buying it day one it's, it's a day one cop yeah, day I, one cop you know like i, I don't know if i if, if we said it on air but i actually have uh i played the beta too uh after uh, yeah, no. uh delhi came on and you guys conversation like listen to you guys talk about it kind of convinced me to kind of have my own personal opinion about it let me just play it for myself and see what's up so i kind of like i mean i i it's a 
<laughs> there's a topic here that that involves Call of Duty, so I I got uh, some of my yeah. gameplay from that, and like I was looking okay. at my gameplay uh, earlier today, and I was like, mm, "Am I really? I'm, I might I might end up getting I might end up getting it, man. I might I might actually." It's do something it. about it's something about this one. I mean, granted, I'm not going to sit here and say it's the greatest thing ever, but being a person right. that has not partaked in a Call of Duty game, especially in the multiplayer front for a good four three four years it's kind of refreshing to get back to it i mean granted it's the fact that it's modern warfare 2 it was like by far one of the most popular ones and they're reimagining it with a couple of different uh, ways that they're actually going about it mm -hmm. so it's more than nostalgic that's actually making us want to play it but underneath it all call of duty is one of those games that i can only take in certain doses and stuff because it's so the time to kill is it, the, well this one is not as bad as other ones but it just seems like if you haven't played a call of duty game consistently in a while it's like kind of refreshing to go back to it so that's probably the main reason why i'm enjoying it more than other people are because you know there are some people out there that just literally that's one of the two or three games they play every year mm -hmm. and they and they just they're used to the formula so when something does change they notice it instantly. Whereas I'm like, I ain't played a Call of Duty game since like Black Ops 3. I kind of stopped right then and there. I mean, I went back and played games like Advanced Warfare and stuff like that, which were really, really cool. But uh, I really didn't just kind of stick with it. So I'm really looking forward to that, especially since Hogwarts got delayed out of this year. That was the other game that I was really looking forward to that was coming out um, towards the end of October, beginning of November. But um, now it's basically just Call of Duty, play that for the two weeks that I have until Ragnarok drops. And then after that, it's all Ragnarok until what, December 4th when Callisto Protocol comes out. And right. then we got Dead Space, which we finally saw the actual trailer for, which comes out at the end of January. So there's, there's at least one big game every month for the next four, three to four months that I'm looking forward to. Maybe um, longer really, than that if you really look into next into, year. It, yeah, yeah, like February, March is. I mean, you got Hogwarts coming out in February. You know, uh, depending on like when they finally make announcement for like um, um, for like Starfield and Redfall, you got that stuff supposed to be coming in the first half of 2023. So it, it's going to be a really jam-packed 2023. And you also got the like for you, they got the uh, Elden Ring DLC that's coming out early next year. So it's yeah, it's, gonna, it's, yeah. it's gonna be pretty crazy for games next year. So it all starts, like I said, it all starts October twenty eighth for a lot of people, and um, depending on the type of gamer you are, you're gonna be knee deep in nothing but games for the next couple of weeks, and it's always a good thing to see. Yeah, I mean, for me, Wakad is. I, I think it's been so long since I've played it, like multiplayer wise. Like I, I would play the campaign with no problem. I, I, not really bought the game like i remember getting modern warfare 2019 with my uh gpu i remember getting um uh i can't remember which other one it may have been one of the black ops ones uh um gifted to me so i think that uh i think and i, and I always played the camp just the campaigns not really the multiplayer because it didn't really appeal to me but i think it's been so long since I really kind of dove into the multiplayer that it's stale for other people or just typical right. talk for other people. But for me, it's like, it's, it's, it's actually kind of fresh or refreshing. 
a little bit and it won't be my main multiplayer game because as you see rogue company is still going to be rogue company for me um and i've been playing shatterline i've been getting um um we're going to talk about overwatch a little bit later i've been playing a little bit of that kind of going down memory lane with that one so it's there's so many uh, Fortnite, of course zero build yeah. mode is is in the rotation as a mainstay so for me it's not going to be what single player games do you have in your rotation right now? Because it's pretty much all been multiplayer for you as of late. Oh boy. Um. All right. Well, actually, uh, reinstalled, uh, Cyberpunk, and sp- okay. sp- specifically to do one thing. So I, I watched Edge Runners, right? The, t- the Netflix TV this, show. You and the rest of the whole world. Right. So <laughs> I'm telling you, it is. That's such a perfect like, uh, um, marriage of mediums. Uh, you have a video game it's already out you already exhaust all your retail sales from that then you go get a, a netflix tv show that and everyone's trying it at this point i i can go down the list of like there's there's a amazon's doing a mass effect one netflix is doing the dragon age one e, so ea is in it on it too um uh sony's trying to get do this as well even to the point of remastering games we're going to talk about that later too to kind of like have something to coincide with with the uh the 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 tv show medium to bring in new fans but regardless there's a there's a particular mod or a uh um um install uh of of like cyberware that you can get in in cyberpunk that i never even realized was was possible because i was just i was just trying to get the game working when i played i played it at launch it beat it at launch so i was just really concerned with the game working but it's called the 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 sand 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 whatever it's called look man i can't remember the, the name of it right but it begins with an S, and it's like a Sandy Vestin or whatever it's called. But essentially, it's like slow down, blink kind of like abilities that like everyone else is moving the slow motion, but you're moving faster. Everyone else, and I saw like some gameplay of it, and I was like, "Oh, that looks cool. I wish I wish I wish I would have did that, had that when I played the game." And then later on. I'm watching the TV show and I'm like, bro, like, like it's really the TV show is not completely based around that, but there's like this kid named um, David uh, Gonzalez and he, he gets an upgrade, a military upgrade of this, of this ability. And he turns out to be one of those people that's just very adept at taking upgrades and not going uh, cyber psycho. And so he's just blinking and teleporting all over the place throughout the entire show. And I'm just like, I kind of want to just reinstall Cyberpunk and do that specifically. Because, like, I had a second playthrough that I started with a female V, the protagonist, and I never completed it. So I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and finish that. And then, but I definitely, my goal is just to get to that ability. So I could just be at the combat. Cause I've always found the combat to be mediocre, but that looks cool. So I would, I would definitely love doing that in the combat throughout the entire okay. game. But there's that I'm playing through 
Dia I got Diafield Chronicles installed. I haven't started it yet because I know once I start it, I might drop damn near everything. So it's I I just know how I am with those kind of games. So that's installed. There's a game called Immortality that I'm still playing. I've talked about it, you know, before on the show. I'm frustrated because I figured out. So okay, let me ask. Let me ask you this for a sec. Uh -huh. When do you consider? Okay, I have unlocked the story. This is a kind of game that's like immortality is not like a typical. You play the game, then you get to the end, then you beat the game, and the credits roll. This right. is not like that. So it's like I'm trying to. I feel like I beat it. But I haven't unlocked everything. I haven't wow. seen all of the the, the 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 pictures. I haven't unlocked all the secret the secret uh, uh, videos and everything. So I don't know. Like I I haven't quite got there yet. Um, but I'm playing that. It's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot I'm playing right now. Um, I'm playing games with friends. I haven't played Grounded with my friends in a while. They a little upset at me, I think. Spe spe speaking of Grounded, you know, Rodimus said he got a hot 50 for you, man. Oh, so... hold up. Wait a minute. East Texas got... Alex just dropped a cold in the chat. I don't know what it is. Uh-oh. But somebody, y'all better rush and get it. That looks like an Xbox. It is definitely an Xbox code. So, y'all, look. Hey, uh, anyone who gets that, let's let's be respectful. Like somebody drops a code and you get it, jump in the chat and say thank you to East Texas Alex. He didn't have to. He didn't have to do that, you know. So, Alex, if they don't say thank you, thank you, bro. Appreciate that. You know, I, I love to see people be giving in this time of year. This is pretty awesome. Um, sure. But yeah, like I, I'm I'm playing single player games. I just gotta get them done. And plus, of, of course, I'm before this this month is up. I'm gonna play and and um, finish God of War on uh, on PC. So I, mm -hmm. I I got it all refreshed in my mind, and um, and I'm all set to go for Ragnarok in November. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, I've been playing too many games, man. I gotta I gotta I, I gotta start cutting some of them down. I might have to start cutting some of these multiplayer games down too, man, because. Uh, it was a $20 card. That's what it was. How do you know? I, I put it in. I actually could have redeemed it, but I didn't. It's a $20 code, though. So whoever gets it, good luck. Uh, uh, Mishi dies a lot, says, uh, Basloma, are you a completionist? I'm not a completionist. I am not. Like, the only time that I ever really platinum something or, uh, or I become, like, 100% in on Xbox, you know, achievements is when I'm just naturally close. Like I look up and I'm like, oh, I only need two achievements, two trophies to get the platinum or the, then I'll be like, all right, what do I have to do? Let me go look at what I need to do to get this done. I'll get it done then. But Shout otherwise, I, I just want to play the game, beat the game and move on. So 
Shout out to Arcade4247. Uh, Thank you, sir. East Texas Alice. Let's guess I don't have to pay 70 bucks for Gotham Knights. Oh, Arcade, uh, you should you should use that $20 on something much better than Gotham Knights. Okay. <laughs> don't okay. okay. Don't 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 waste that gift card on, on Gotham Knights. That game ain't <laughs> worth seventy dollars. Ain't worth the fifty dollars is going to turn is going to end up being after the gift card. Don't are do you, that to you, yourself. I, I take it you're not getting that game, Slomo. I'm good. If I ever get it, it's going to be, be. If I ever play it, it's going to be because it showed up in PS, uh, PS Plus Extra or, or Game Pass or whatever, or someone or somebody's going to, you know, go to the mid maxing build and say, Slomo, play Gotham Knights. Oh my! Please don't. Please don't do that. Matter of fact, I need to raise that to like seventy dollars or something like it needs to go up to like a hundred dollars what do you because actually have that tier I, at? I, I, oh you got it at 20 bucks shut up man why are you oh man that's a that's a good deal right there maybe i'll subscribe to that tier right real quick. I, i've already got play scorn man i i'm not who, trying who to did play. that to you cat daddy yeah shout out to the shout, shout out to cat daddy lurk jerk, jerk daddy lurk over there did it um that he's like, man, I can, I can. He said, I can make you pay. You know, you know, all it is is a Fortnite skin. That's all he basically put down. <laughs> basically, he said he excited for scoring, baby. And I'm trying to tell you, Rodman said he got that high fifty for you. All you gotta do is put some, um, put some, um, hey, look, we, we some grounding gameplay we, up we there. Gonna, we, we gonna, we gonna move on. We gonna move on. So, because uh, <laughs> we got a lot of topics to get through, as you see, this is it's like what is it seven? I can't, yeah, it's yeah, a lot so, of them. It's a seven topics. So let's get Some to the first Some are going to last one. longer than others. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> first one up, though, is Overwatch 2 launching this week to uh, a lot of a lot of problems. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, busted, man. Busted. The, the, the issues this game has. Good freaking grief. Real, real quick, before we uh, continue, wanted to say uh, a shout out to big mike who's been a member of the dps class um, um a member of the channel for four months says, can slow-mo play and complete a scary game for me um big mike uh no no i, I can't i can't do that for you I, I don't i don't know what to tell you bro like i i just I can't, <laughs> yeah it's not happening so um overwatch 2 overwatch 2 launched tuesday well, well, yes tuesday yeah tuesday and I I used to play Overwatch real heavy back in like when it first came out. What was that? 2015? 2016? Um shout, shout out to <laughs> Oh boy. Shout out to Cat Daddy Lurk for four months. DPS classes do it. And I don't know what you, what you mean do it. So we just gonna move on. No, um, so Overwatch, uh, I played it heavy when it first came out. I can't remember. It was somewhere in the mid mid of last decade where it launched, and it had a big following. You know, Blizzard. You know, Blizzard usually mm-hmm. gets a big following. Uh, probably the best hero shooter there is, if you really think about it. They're not very popular anymore, and I even I don't even think a lot of Overwatch fans play the game as much as they used to, but man um i jumped back into it as much as i could (laughs) 
And um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say my thoughts right away. I know you said that you played it too, right? So, like, mm-hmm. what were your? Have you? Well, two questions. Have you played Overwatch before this? And if you have, how early before this are you talking? Like, like I mean, early? at all? Like, have you, have you ever oh, played yeah, Overwatch? Dude, I before? used to play. I used to play Overwatch religiously. Like when it first came out, I played it all the way through. I want to say, shoot, when probably. 20, 2018 is when I stopped playing it consistently. Uh-huh. I would jump in every once in a while when they had like certain events, like they were doing like the Olympics and stuff like that. I would jump in. Um, but outside of that, I kind of fell off the wagon when it came to that. But I, I put quite a bit of time into that game when it first came out. Yeah, I uh, when it first came out, I, I was playing like a lot of my shout, shout out to my, my division crew. We, we jumped on that for a, probably like at least eight months almost a year like Mm -hmm. consistently like every day playing it so like i i got pretty uh uh, familiar with um a lot of characters even started doing playing around with ranked um and and it you know i was playing on xbox but stopped playing for you know many years and got back into it this weekend let's i guess let's let's talk about the first big issue so and it's this is not their fault this part's not their fault they mm-hmm. got ddos attacked um and, and it's probably due to a multitude of reasons who knows why someone decided or some group decided to do this to them but uh yeah they got ddos attacked and it made it very difficult difficult for people to get on the game and it's still difficult for people to get on the game. I know uh, Def Singer, shout out to him, who's our uh, panel member on Scumcast, sent me a message saying that they fixed it. But when I tried to get on um, before the podcast, I was still in a queue with 2,000 people, which is a lot less than what it was. Some of these queues were up to like 50,000 people are ahead of you trying to get in. You know, like it, it's, it's, it was ridiculous. And so... Uh, so that was a problem. The other problem is just, and I think this is probably the root of the issues of why some people would want to DDoS the, the launch of the game. The decisions that Blizzard made with Overwatch, like this should not be even be called Overwatch 2. Let me just keep it a bucket. This is someone who like, it, it's fun gameplay. I'm having a, a good time. You're looking at my gameplay here. I had a good time playing the game. And it, and it took me back to playing the game re- remembering how to use certain characters and, and and going through all that but the big issue is that from the time that i stopped playing the game to now with, with this quote-unquote overwatch 2 a sequel i still played on maps that primarily were maps i was already familiar with the majority of the maps I played on were maps that I had played on before, back like three years ago. So in three years, you're a live service game, and in three years, you still haven't come out with more maps than what you had back in like 2018. Um, the characters were all very familiar, very like minute changes here and there. I would notice like I'll play a character and like their abilities have changed just a little bit, but not too much. And it's just like, I mean, like I, I it was like riding a bike. I, ju- I I played my first match. I got Tracer and I'm I'm dominating. 
<laughs> I'm just like it, it shouldn't tracer is supposed to be a not a easy to use character like i wasn't supposed to just be able to just jump in a match and immediately be unkillable like what it's really like i know some people are saying oh uh 1.5 but yeah it's overwatch 1.5 what, what are your feelings on it uh I think it's really really cool i mean like you said um until you can actually get into the game it was like okay it was fun when it lasted but i think the balancing is um actually really spot i like the fact that you can only have the one tank in uh matches now i like the 5v5 i feel oh, like no, you can have more you can have more you can have more than one tank now they changed it well look this okay so I, there's two different queues that you can you can yeah, which, yeah i didn't play the other queue what's the other queue okay I played so, the one where you can only have one tank in it okay so i'm just doing quick play quick play i yeah i didn't do arena so like arena yeah that, there's definitely that um oh, that's all i play is arena like i i quick play is for well i'm not gonna say that quick no, play go ahead is, say it. Go ahead quick, say it. quick play quick play is where you learn to play the game out i should say but i'm i I tend to get the best experience out of arena because the one thing about overwatch is I hate playing when people are like trying to test builds out mm -hmm. and I'm not really ever trying to test a build out and over. I, I kind of stick with two or three characters. I, I every once in a while when they'll come out with a new character, I'll switch it up just to see what it's like. Mm -hmm. But I usually do it in arena because I know the, if I'm doing that, people will cover up for my deficiencies that I have in the game. Oh, so yeah. So it like, kind of forces people to use, like, have a, a correct team orientation. Exactly. That, yeah. That's a big thing. And the, one of the, the very first things I noticed immediately as a problem in this match right here. So in this match, we're going to win the first round. And we won the first round because I, I was a tank. We had three DPS and we had a healer. After that, our healer decided, I don't know, I guess he, he didn't want to be supporting them. Well, I can't stand when people do this. Like, I have no problem playing the healer. Like, I I, I think in the, the majority of the matches, no if, if you look at my statistics right now in, the, in, in Overwatch 2, the majority of my matches, I've, I've been support. Now, I don't have a problem being a healer or being support, but I don't want to do it all the time. And But it seems like, almost seems like if I don't play support, no one else will. And that's Nobody frustrating else. because it's like if you don't have that team composition, then like I'm I'm DPS trying to kill a guy and he's got Mercy behind him behind a wall, you know, like it's just like I'm trying to kill Mercy. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't have a healer backing me up and keeping me upright. It's just that's the way the game is designed. You you a team that is if you have equal skill, right? A team of equal skill. The one that has the the better team composition will win. If you got five DPS people, you're going to get washed. If you if you got if, if, but to a team that has like you know balance of like a tank, two DPS, two healers, you're getting washed, right? So it's just it's like those little things that immediately like after like I did all my matches the. By the way, here's another here's another issue. I don't have like the migration thing wasn't working. So I didn't have my all my characters unlocked. I didn't have all the skins for the characters that I had for Overwatch 1. And that's frustrating. 
if you play Overwatch 1 and you didn't spend money on loot boxes and you got all these cosmetics and emotes and stuff unlocked, you get into Overwatch 2, they took Overwatch 1 away from you. Yep. And you get into Overwatch 2 and none of that stuff is there anymore? That, piss, that, that pisses you off, right? I... I even looked at the cosmetics, the skins, and I'm looking at skins that say you need to own Overwatch Origin Edition to have this skin. And I'm like, I do own that. <laughs> it's like, but it's still not unlocked. <laughs> Shout out to Bunty for re-upping as a temper center for four months. Thank you, sir. You you are you're you're, you're uh Support of the channel is much appreciated, man. Um, that that Forte, that's frustrating as all as all hell. I just it's just this stuff isn't there. Why isn't this stuff there? Um, Forte, Forte with the five months membership, Callisto will be my gift to the ten percenters for you to play. <laughs> you know this that's DPS class, right? I know. But that's not the min max class. I I sit just waiting to well, Calista don't. Oh come my out to god! Hey, you know what? It's gonna be like a thousand dollars at that point. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it five hundred dollars. You gonna make it well worth my yeah, while. It could be you better you better hurry up and change it beforehand. Y'all yeah, 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 about I'm to just, be about to be buying my my new streaming PCs, which I. Buy. <laughs> Just saying, man, you better make that change quick because but, I'm just telling you, if it's still when, when December roll around and Callisto comes out, it's gonna be whoo a twenty buck a twenty buck gonna come up on there. You gonna hey, be look. like, what happened? Anyway, anyway, look, let's Overwatch. Okay, so th there's those issues that people are are not happy about. There is clear the game to me doesn't play as well as Overwatch One did. Here's why hit detection what the heck is going i'm shooting people and it's like my bullets is going through them like are, mm -hmm. are, what's happening i don't understand like what, what what's happening there it's weird um it, it's probably always been like this i've never like this is my first time really playing it on pc like i said i played it on xbox and i played it on playstation but mm -hmm. it seems like to me um mouse and keyboard is the way to go in this game maybe that's always been the case i don't know but like as of right now like i the people i played with who are playing mouse and keyboard no problems whatsoever uh i, I but, but i mean look I, i'm not getting bodied or anything i'm actually you know playing pretty well in it um when i can get in it <laughs> but when i can get in there but it's just uh i mean not the best launch whatsoever and clearly Blizzard still doesn't, you know, yeah, another game with a terrible launch with Blizzard. I, I, I've been running my mouth for it. What, what are your thoughts, man? Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I, I said the same thing. I agree. I just think in general, they, uh, in general, it just comes down to there's always something going on, especially when it comes to that. But I mean, I think the biggest thing is, are you excited to get back into the game or are you pretty much just like eh, it's just nothing else to do right now so that's why i'm doing it um it's I, I, well when they first announced overwatch 2 i said i'll give it a shot when it, when it comes right. back out 
um after that and i forgot the games coming out just because it's just like it's been almost next to it was like no information whatsoever that i know where mm-hmm. hey here's a release date like on at the xbox uh e3 um was that xbox e3 i think it was i can't remember exactly what it was or it may have been i don't think they had a blizzcon they didn't have a BlizzCon this year. Okay, yeah, but it had to have been Xbox E3, um, I think. Um, but uh, like I said, I like the game. I like the gunplay. Like, I'm not gunplay because it doesn't really have gunplay. Gameplay. I like the gameplay. It's the best hero shooter there is. But I don't know. I mean, like, it, it, this is definitely going to be one of those games I'm probably not going to play like a lot. Like, I looked at the battle pass, and the battle pass looked very uninspiring to me. Like, there wasn't much in there that I was like, ooh, I can't wait to get the level 38 to get that. Like, nah. It was like nothing. So, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I'm playing it now because I know I got people I, I know that are playing it heavy. <laughs> it's really good if long. you have people to play it with. If you got people that you can consistently yes. play it with, you will, you will always enjoy Overwatch. Overwatch is what... And then you either... It's like the games are, like, perfectly kind of um, set up for length and stuff. So, it's like... You're either going to destroy the other team, or even if you don't destroy the other team, where they destroy you, the games go pretty fast. The rounds go pretty fast. Um, it, it one little thing could turn a game on its head. That's the thing I always enjoyed about Overwatch the most. Uh, it really comes down to the synergy of the team and stuff. And if people aren't doing what they're supposed to do and covering for other people's back, you know, the game can end really quick. Or you can you can actually play Hero Ball kind of in this game too that's another thing that i think is missing from a lot of the other uh arena type games and stuff like that but uh just seeing that it's actually alive and well and that people are actually trying to play the game i remember when you tweeted that i'm gonna get into this game finally on thursday because it was a fifty thousand man queue <laughs> yeah. i was like yo fifty thousand people trying to play overwatch right now yeah. uh, which which is comical because you know we know when overwatch was in its heyday 50,000 was nothing. It was like millions of people playing yes. that game at a time. Right. So hopefully with all of these changes and once um and once the, everybody gets used to the new model with it being a free-to-play game and everything and I do think once uh, Xbox gets a chance to really really promote it um, outside of what Blizzard and uh, active what well, what Blizzard's already doing with it. Um and do you I think there's going to be some things when it comes to Game Pass um extra skins for being a part of that and stuff and i think that would get people in there uh, i think some people are just taking a wait and see approach because let's be for real when you you know people hear about all these bugs and stuff being in the game and stuff and that's fine but it's kind of put a damper kind of on a launch of a game when it first right. comes out right. so hopefully this whole ddos thing finally does get um it gets resolved and people could just get back to playing the game and i think Honestly, Overwatch has always been a great game. It just comes down to the balancing to make sure that they got that stuff as tight as it needs to be. Agreed. We can move on now. I mean, I, like I, I would say, o- overall, uh, Overwatch mm-hmm. um, is pretty underwhelming. Um, but uh, like, apparently, they're supposed to be getting the PVE content that they claimed they they were going to do a sequel for in the first place in January, which to me also made like the launch of it now in October make no sense to me. I'm just like, just launch the game in January then. Like I, it, it's, it's not, this is more of a 
big content update expansion for a live service game than a sequel you got three new characters and like two new two or three new maps what is that like that's a that's a new season for other live service games you know that's not a sequel so like frankly they should have just waited for the pve content but right. you know it is what it is <sighs> all right so yeah moving on um want to talk about intel yeah hey i know pc talk here we go right so intel uh has uh two new gpus that are coming out now they are the a770 and the a750 uh intel has not been in the gpu graphics card market in pc in a very long time but they are getting in back into it now mostly because they see a gap there where there is a clear opportunity for them to have a mid g mid level or mid powered gpu that actually um could you know sell pretty well because there there's a hole there in the market amd and and nvidia have been chasing uh the high end for so long and the prices keep going further and further up um forte what are you doing <laughs> oh i am not even going to address it uh, <laughs> um shout out to shout out to the one and only damage for second podcast uh um, that is not even a super chat or anything we are not shout out Shout out to Darius for second podcast, you know, at slow-mo scoring in October, Callisto protocol in December, dead space remake in January. Going to be a great few months. <laughs> Not for me. Um, but no, <laughs> Intel, Intel GPU, uh, which surprisingly here, here's okay. I'll give you all the details to it. And then we can kind of discuss, you know, like where we think it actually fits and whether Intel might actually have a future in the GPU market. So as usual, the drivers are trash. The, tri the drivers are awful. Like there's really, really bad drivers, but surprisingly it's, it has, it has, uh, it has its own super sampling, uh, software called, uh, XESS. Mm -hmm. which is apparently is pretty good um it's not on par with amd super resolution or dlss but it's it's decent uh it has better ray tracing than amd's uh um rdna2 yeah which that shocked me that ray tracing is on par and for with the the ray tracing for and I think the price is like it's three hundred and thirty dollars for their their A seven seventy. The mm -hmm. ray tracing on that is on par with with AMD was better than AMD's offering and on par with Nvidia's offering at that same price point, the thirty sixty. So that's that's pretty that's pretty that's, cool. that's pretty ray, wild. It's not real ray tracing though at thirty sixty. It's ray look. Look. That's not real ray Look, tracing. Look, hold bro. on now, hold on. So, 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 let me wait, ask you a question. No, before wait, wait, you wait. Say it, no, so, I'm just gonna ask you right. one simple question before right. you answer that question. Right. Ask you one simple question. Here we go. If you if you wanted to turn on ray tracing on a game, 
Are you turning it on on a 3060? Are you even purchasing a 3060? I'm not owning a 3060. No, no, no. If, if I own the 3060, no, 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 it's because it's tracing, on a streaming PC. L listen, if it listen, if you wanted to do ray tracing, would you even settle for a 3060? No, but look, I, I'm, this isn't. I am not the target demographic PC gamer. No, no, this no, is no. for. Is it no level? Is look, a look, hold on, no, wait, wait. There, there is a, tracing. there is a, a consumer. There is a PC consumer who is super cheap, who is still out there on a nine seventy or a ten sixty, who is is like has a budget PC, and he might want to actually play. Games with ray tracing or, the, or with a, a, a card that's that's cheaper. at what frame rate? Now, <laughs> hey, at look, frame frame? at least sixty, at least look, 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 look. First of all, oh my god! First of all, I can't believe I can't first, believe I'm talking to a person first, that just literally bought a 3080 Ti. Why you gotta bring that up? I was gonna bring it up later. <laughs> yes, I just bought a. 3080 ti founders edition okay and I'm, i can't believe i'm listening and to i this did it because i refused to get the 4000 series I definitely I wasn't going to get, that, get that, that that fake 40 that fake 4080 that's actually a 4070 and i don't think it's necessary i don't think that the 4000 series cards are necessary i i i i, I got this this gpu i got is going to be 12 gigs of vram it's going that it, i think the 3080 ti is going to be the new 1080 ti where people who have it have a 1080 Ti, yeah. they still got it. Listen, man, it's and they still, they like, just like I don't need the upgrade, you know. Oh, listen, listen. I'm with you. No, with no, you. you're not I, with me. No, me you're get, right. I'm not with let, you because I am not. I listen. Cat Daddy, tell Cat Daddy just said it best. He's like, "LOL, laughing out loud, beautiful lighting with potato texture." That is not true. Y'all are, are so me. Yeah, yeah, y'all some real, y'all some real 30, bougie PC gamers 30, in here. We got some real bougie PC gamers in here, okay? Thirty six slow mo. I wouldn't even do. I, listen, I can barely do. Ray, I mean, you I can, can do ray well, tracing at thirty seven. Wait, wait, you can you can play games at fourteen forty p with a yes. thirty sixty, okay? I play games primarily at fourteen forty p. Not with, with ray tracing. I mean, oh, not, not I, with ray tracing. Hey, look, hold up, hold up. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Do you know how many people mm -hmm. were playing that with a thirty eighty at ten eighty p? I do a lot of them uh, with ray tracing on. But yeah, is it still a thirty eighty? What that got to do with a thirty sixty? You ain't saying thirty sixty. This is not. You, why are you comparing these cards that were designed to compete with the thirty sixties? A thirty sixty Ti. The, the hold on the RX sixty six hundred mm -hmm. XT. Mm -hmm. This card wasn't designed to compete with a thirty eighty or forty ninety or thirty ninety Ti. It wasn't designed to compete with that. So why are you comparing so this, it? To so this it? is this is what the people come to DPS for because this is where we just vehemently disagree with each other right now. Listen, man, 
they also made a rtx 20 series that they tried to slam down our throat and say oh ray tracy's here and literally none of those cars outside of the 2080 ti gave you a decent amount of ray tracing and you try to tell me that a 3060 one of the lower tier cars of the 3000 wait, series wait. is going to give a 30, you 60, noticeable differences a 3060 has better ray tracing it's a better ray tracing implementation than the 2080 Ti. It does. Even the 2080 Ti, exactly. You know what? But it doesn't have the power that a 2080 Ti. It also does. has better. It, it's got. It's got. Uh, it doesn't have more cuticle. It might have. Yeah, it but, definitely doesn't but, have but, that. But it, it's. It doesn't have more VRAM either. It doesn't have more VRAM, but it's a more efficient card. Then, oh, it's definitely a more efficient car, but listen, but man. That's not you, the point. A twenty, listen, a twenty Intel with brute forcing. It was brute forcing ray tracing, and it it even wasn't doing a good enough job. Look, this thirty sixty ain't brute forcing anything. <laughs> I'm not talking about. You keep talking about the thirty sixty. This is this is this is not about thirty sixty. You said you know that, that's what they, that's that's what Intel. And it, no, I say it's on par with a 3060. Oh, you said it's on par with a 3060. So, it's on, on par well, with a 3060. It's, but you it's, it's, this whole it's slightly worse thing. than the 3070. I, just because it's good, it, it's it really good. You look at the reviews; it's really good at ray tracing. <laughs> it is. It just is. It's good at ray tracing. Okay. <laughs> with, with, Ain't nobody buying these cars to play ray tracing. <laughs> They're not, well, but it's there. Exactly. Okay, but, thank you for saying. Okay, That's all I wanted you to say. That's okay. all I wanted you to say is that. <laughs> Look at Clifton said I wouldn't piss on the thirty sixty. <laughs> Y'all some bougie PC gamers, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, look, a thirty six. Look, I would put a thirty sixty in my streaming PC. Absolutely. Right. Cause I'm not I'm not gonna play games with it, but I, I would still have it in my streaming PC for you know content creation that kind of stuff. It has a use. Mm -hmm. It has a use. I will give you that. Cat said, that "What are you doing with that 3070? I can build. Man, I'm about to sell that thing on eBay, Cat. I, I need to. I need. I need to, he uh, need to recoup his I, funds. I need to. I need to offset some of the, the, that 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 3080 Ti cost. Anyway, look, look, look. I need a picture uh, of that 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 beautiful card on e, on uh, Twitter when you finally get it. That's a, a streaming PC slow mo. You have multiple. I don't have multiple rigs yet. I'm gonna build a streaming PC, but I can. I'll throw a 3060 in there. Look, look, look. <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, so right. You were bougie. throwing. Y'all no, no, are some you, you, bougie PC you gamers. What you said you would throw a 3060 in a streaming PC, but guess what? You won't do. Play it. Use ray tracing <laughs> on a 3060. <laughs> you absolutely right, Slovo. You would throw it in a streaming I, PC. I have said can... multiple times already <laughs> that this these cards are not for me. I am not the target demographic. They ain't for anybody that wants real ray tracing. Do you, Forte? Why not? What is? Have you ever looked at the Steam charts? The Steam just, the statistics. What's the most common GPU? It was a 1060. Was it a, a 2060 now? It's like a 2060. It's always yeah, the yeah, bottom yeah, card guess, guess guess of what? a generation. And guess what? Those people with 2060s ain't doing ray tracing, or at least they ain't. They're trying. They they trying and failing. They realize that they they look. realize like why is my frame rate so terrible? Hey, hey look 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 wait oh, DLS DLSS two is 
pretty good. This is also part of the reason why I said I'm not, I'm, I don't need the 4,000 series cards. Put one, one, and, and this is a little bit of a tangent. I don't quite believe NVIDIA with DLSS 3. I kind of feel right. like DLSS 3 is reminding me of DLSS 1.0. Whereas mm-hmm. they was like, oh, it's it's perfect. It's gonna like it, it's gonna make your it give you all these extra frames, but it, it made everything look like had Vaseline all over your screen. It was just a big blur. It was ugly. It was terrible. <laughs> Vaseline. And and I kind of and I don't like maybe in single player games it won't be so bad because it's a, things are a bit more scripted in games. But I can't see myself playing a multiplayer game where you're telling me dlss 3 is going to be adding frames predictively adding frames to the game when i'm already playing like when some games have janky netcode to begin with server issues we got desync issues with halo infinite i don't want you adding frames in a multiplayer game got me thinking i'm killing somebody and i'm not even i'm shooting at the wall or something no fam and and now maybe i'm completely wrong and no one has tested it yet so we don't know for certain we'll we'll find out next week because 4090 comes out next wednesday and we're going to start seeing the reviews like this weekend so we'll find out soon from these reviewers like uh tom not tom yeah tom's hardware uh um paul's hardware is that it's Paul Hardware. Is that his uh YouTube channel? Yeah, t- yeah. yeah, Paul. Yeah, Paul Hardware. Gamer, Gamer Nexus, J Two Cents, Hardware Unbox. Hardware Unbox is my favorite. But like, we'll I find like hardware out. Hardware Canucks. They're they're good too. I like them too. Um, but we'll find out for all of them who already have the forty ninety and are testing it now how DLS three really is. But I'm not like. <laughs> I, you know what? You can keep Stoked. that. You can keep that DLSS three. I'll wait for DLSS four. You know, what I'm saying like I, I also don't like how they it, they intentionally built another version of DLSS and and once again cut off, um, cut off a group of people. Uh, Clifford right. says he got update his old ninety nine hundred K. Man, I'm on a ninety seven hundred K, bro. So I, you know, I, I'm with you there. Um, I was on 8700K until I upgraded. <laughs> right. But oh, One of look, the best CPUs ever. I already know the answer to this. Forte, are you getting an Intel Arc GPU? <laughs> well, I got a 3070 Ti. Why do I need that? <laughs> right. Uh, like, I, listen, listen, man. Look, but, but be for real, though. I will. You can get it as a backup. Will, you told me I should have had a backup GPU. You should. No, I'm not getting this. No, because you know what my backup is going to be? <laughs> my backup is going to be a 3070 Ti when I upgrade to um, that 3090 when it drops in price a little bit more. Hey, Actually, look, it's look. pretty cheap right now. I, I'm, a, I'm, See, a, I'm not like I'm going to explain. I'm gonna explain I why I, I I pulled the trigger on the 3080 Ti right yeah, now. Yeah, that's the question. I, why didn't you do the 3090? Because it's not that big of a difference in price. I I don't like I don't like wasted. What? Okay, hold on. Let me explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to fix. You, this. I didn't even finish. I didn't even finish <laughs> the no, sentence. You already you like about, what? Because you was about to bury yourself and then you caught yourself. Okay, you go but, ahead. What did you, you think saying? I was about to say? You say I, I thought you were about to say something like I don't like having wasted performance. Like, what do you mean? That's all we do. It's called future-proofing yourself. I was about to say that. <laughs> I know you. 
You're like, where you read? Look, if it got 24 gigs of VRAM, I don't need all my my but you my motherboard. About, my motherboard won't you, won't do more than 16. That's eight man. gigs of VRAM wasted. But you literally just talked and about no, 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 how no, you're, wait, 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 hold up, hold up. But that's and, what you said. You, and, and, you no, 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 wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your whole reason whole getting a 28, a 3080 Ti was because you want to be real. Can I say? Can I say what I'm saying? Yeah, go ahead. It's wasted because by the time I build a new PC with a a more mod, a newer motherboard that can take advantage of all that VRAM. Uh-huh. I won't want a 3090 anymore. I'm gonna be wanting something else. So right. it's good. Wait, wait, so, so I'm never gonna use you, that 24 gigs what, of VRAM. Dude, you don't. There. What do you? Also, 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 also. Look at bench. Look at benchmarks. Okay. Yes. Look at ahead. benchmark comparisons of the 3080 Ti to the 3090. It's just more VRAM. It's almost no difference. No, there is a difference. No, it's just not re- there, not re- no, it, not no, in no, performance. Listen, it, no, not listen, in performance. No, no, listen. There is no. Thank you, Cat. Di- Thirty ninety damn near requires a new build. I don't. I'm not no, building no, a new PC right no, now. No, no, I agree with that. But this is the thing, though. If I had to, if I had to start from scratch on a build and upgrade a piece of my, I'd rather my GPU be so future proof to the point where yes nothing is really taking advantage of that 24 gigs of VRAM. you are absolutely right but at some point you will get to a point where it is and also the only hold, hold reason on, you're on. saying this Forte, well, hold, hold on, Forte, is, hold on. the only reason you're saying is because you're not first of all if you were making videos like you need to be making videos for oh the my last God. like six months you would actually use that 24 gigs of vram i don't even need VRAM this 3070 to make videos like that listen, i can have a 2070 listen. and still and, and have enough of a no, gpu to make videos but don't you like on your on your faster on your current motherboard right now what's your yes. what's the in, in your top pci slot what's the max vram you can get out of that in your current one right now oh i can get tw- i can get 24 out of mine so of course if i had your motherboard i would get a third i would have bought a 3090 well i just upgraded to like in december actually 3090 ti was like what is that 900 off on best buy so it's like yes. 1100 bucks i yes. would have i would have bought that if i had your motherboard but you don't need to have my motherboard. You, it's it's called. You don't need your motherboard. No, you're right. I, I paid four hundred dollars for a motherboard that I just it it, it actually see, was like. If I uh, spent four hundred dollars on a motherboard, you're daggone right. I'm getting the, well, I'm getting well, the very best GPU I can get. You know get. what? I I just like I don't know. It, it's like my price and performance thing is like when you get a fifty nine fifty X. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, and, and oh yeah, ooh, 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 hold my on, motherboard hold is on. definitely gonna cost at least hey, half of the, the GPU. The thank CPU. you, Clifton. Uh, uh, Forte, what what, P, what PSU you got in that? What do I have in there now? Yeah. Oh, I got an eight. What I got in there? Eight fifty. Okay. All right. You you just barely good enough. Oh no okay. no no. See no no. But see if I if I had a seven fifty like I had a seven fifty I would have up I would have upgraded that too. My next goal before I do do the thirty the thirty ninety is to go to a uh, twelve hundred watt. Hey look, look this is all, I want a twelve hundred watt. I'm saying if I had if we if we had if you had my PC you probably would understand where I'm coming from. If I had your PC, I would get a 3090 Ti because then I'm getting the most out of it. But I'm, but it's wasted in my build, and so I, why waste money on something that when by the time I decide to build, like I feel like okay, 
this PC is now old enough it's now where I'm not maxing out games anymore because the reason why I got the 3080 Ti because I want to max out games. And yes, a, the A50 EVGA is the GOAT PSU. That's the one I got. Um, now, shout out to Rizar. He said that EVGA 8850 is the GOAT. You absolutely right, sir. I literally exactly just said that for a second. I literally just said that for a second. That's literally the one I got. That's the one it's I got. Goat. Anyway, so this 3080 Ti with this, with my build, I'm maxing out every game I'm playing for like the next year or two. At least. At least, right? And with a Best Buy warranty, if I got a problem, which, you know, will just so happen to happen 23 months from now. Oh, no. The, uh, my, my GPU don't work no more. Best Buy? Here you go. What, $900 credit to go get another GPU? Why, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to go do that. <laughs> so, like, then at that point, maybe I build a whole new PC. Because then at that point... Like, I'm not maxing out the games anymore, right? But, like, this is all I'm saying. I don't need it, man. man. We, we, we have gone down a they, massive they rabbit always, hole. Listen, man, they, listen, I, I am a huge component of of all things that you put in your PC. Your GPU, you buy the best GPU you can afford. If you can afford it, put it in your PC. Because guess what? That, that GPU will scale with your PC. It's like you having just, a motherboard that can only do eight gigs of VRAM in the, oh in the no, PCI what? slot. No, and then no, and then no, you decide to put to put some the, some some monster the in there. It's like what are you doing, man? That I got a PCIe 3.0 motherboard, bro. I got a I got a Z three ninety E motherboard. What do I need a 3090 Ti for? 3080 Ti 12 gigs of VRAM all i need right now 10 gigs of vram will max out every vram for every game you play right now so i even got some overhead shout out to erodimus with the two dollar super chat says time yeah okay we're gonna move on. just answer rizar's question he said what g what cp what uh motherboard i got i have the yeah i do have a azus rog i have the um the um the dark hero the dark hero board 450 that thing was a beast and i still don't use all of the features on that <laughs> mm -mm. i like the i like the power delivery on that board though you get really really insane power delivery to all of your rails with <laughs> shout out to cats we're gonna we're gonna get back to well this next topic is going to be uh, somewhat of a pc topic anyway cat so you're gonna get some more pc talk in this one so look uh cd project red has uh has come out with an announcement that they are working on a game they got codenamed orion and that game is the next cyberpunk game so they're actually going to continue on with cyberpunk doing a sequel um it's uh this game also they announced this a few months ago actually that the cyberpunk game they're working on is going to be on unreal engine 5 so they are completely throwing that red engine in the trash now the red as yeah, you see should. this gameplay that uh, I, i'm showing of cyberpunk red engine's beautiful you know it's got it's, it's got great visuals great ray tracing implementation the ray tracing in cyberpunk is so good it, it almost, it's almost transformative to like the way character models look 
the way uh, uh, the way the world is. I have it off right now because I actually want to play the game. And <laughs> um, I guess I could have kept it on and put DLSS uh, 2.0 on, but I didn't want to play it at 60 <laughs> FPS. If you guys can't see my frame rate kind of in the top, but I'm playing it at, at 85 to 100 FP, uh, frames per second. So that's uh, much more preferable to me. I'm always going to choose uh, uh, my frames over over visuals and, and ray As tracing. You should. Um, shout out to DJ Oro. Oros five dollar super chat. He says, "Let's get nautical." Slow mo oh. is a well warlock with Lunas and divinity. I have no idea what that means. That's a Destiny <laughs> reference. <laughs> Listen, man. He he. That the one thing slow mo definitely is is a well. We will <laughs> we will we will definitely go along with that one. What 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 did what is can you you want to explain? I I I get the warlock. I, I am a warlock on Destiny. When I do decide to play it, but what what is the I know the whale is the whole is the, it's the thing the, on the, the ground that you draw. Yeah. What's Lunas in Divinity? Luna faction Luna faction boots where you um, give your team bonuses and uh, reload speed and um, more range on their weapons. And Divinity is the <laughs> it, 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 you're the team player basically is what he's saying you're the team player you don't uh, really do too much damage but you're the reason that everybody else does all the damage they do that's what the uh, well that's what the well lock does oh uh, so he, yeah, okay. he said he said you're pretty amazing that's what he, he's giving you a compliment oh okay all right all right then you know i actually, I actually did play that role in the last uh the last uh raid i did i don't know but slow mo's never gonna have a slow will never have a divinity because he won't sit still I, I, long i'm not that grinding weapon. to get no daggone weapons you don't even have destiny. to you don't even have to grind to get that you just have to literally do a raid and do some things in the raid to get it and you can have it in 15 minutes i'm good but you're not gonna do that much so no 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 i'm not also uh Pan Am is on the screen. Shout out See, to Pan Am from, from Shout uh, out to Cat Daddy. He knew exactly. He said this is a support bill. He said you're a support player, man. You're great. I am not a support player. I, you know what? Oh. I, I am depending on the game. Oh, look, look, Slow Mo, his 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 his, his um his Fortnite, I want to snipe you in the head side came out for a second. He's like, <laughs> well, I ain't no I ain't no support player. Hey, oh, wait I, a minute. It depends I, on not, the game that I'm playing. It, 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 look, on in Rogue Company, sometimes I'll play the the healer and I'll only have a pistols because I'll be putting all my all my uh money into the uh the perks to get my healing up faster. So like I, I mean I get it, I get it. Anyway, back to Cyberpunk, right? So Clifton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, I Clifton. You. And I, I, I think Clifton says he's not going to buy any CDPR game day one, and I agree with that. Like I think that uh CD Project Red has lost any benefit of the doubt here. Um you they would be foolish to to launch this game as bad as the previous game was, because the previous game was like I mean, good grief, that's like terrible. Doesn't it feel like the 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 pub not the publishers but yeah the publishers and the head honchos over at CD Projekt Red got away with mass with with like ridiculous murder they did by pushing by pushing that game out and now all of a sudden everybody's in love with the game because the 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 show came out on Netflix 
edge runners and now they're looking at all those developers saying see we told you everything was gonna be okay we're loved again <laughs> well they did fix the game look at that and i played well, they it did fix the game. I, they fixed I, the game as i said earlier i've been playing cd uh cyberpunk again trying to get that uh the, the san Devistan build and uh i haven't noticed a single bug so far which is surprising for this game because i used to run into a bug and performance issues every five seconds when i when i, when I beat the game but um it's um okay um I just laughed what, what are your thoughts on them doing a sequel there's also supposed to be an ex a, a dlc coming out next year for it too. yeah uh, so, what are your thoughts on the DLC and the sequel? I know you played it, right? I did. Well, I haven't beat it, but I did. Um, I got pretty decently far. Probably like, no, not decent. Are you far. at five, this five, point where like, I am in the gameplay? Have yeah, you met Pan? Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I like I like the the game. Like, I I refused to play the game when it first came out. I said, yeah, I'll wait till at least the Xbox Series X enhancements come out. Mm -hmm. Um, and and that was like kind of in line with with the rest of the stuff that they fixed in the game. So, you know, my my overall anger towards the game really isn't there because I just listened to what everybody else said, and I was like, hmm, I just won't play this and go through this right now. But I do think it is probably the best idea for them to make something new for the game you know they already pretty much went through and redid a lot of the stuff that they said they were going to do unfortunately it should have never came to that mm -hmm. but now that the you know now that we got the new tv show out on netflix now that a lot of people are going out and buying the game again it's like the best time to actually you know strike why the iron's hot get more people excited for the stuff you got coming in the future uh, we know that, like you said, the DLC is coming. That's probably going to be really good because that's the one thing that CD Projekt Red always has been really good at is crafting new um, stories inside of the games they already have because the DLCs and most of all their games is somewhat always better than the actual main game. Uh, mm -hmm. And it has really good parts to it. So I think that's something people are really, really looking forward to. Now that the technical side of the game is taken care of, they can really focus on the story elements. And now they can just take what they learned from this and all of the you know decisions they made going into whatever the sequel of this game is going to be um i think that's really cool too but i do think it's good if they do announce the sequel because i think a lot of people still haven't forgotten what happened with this game as much as people like where it's at now i think the faster you can get on to something else with the good graces that people are in right now i think you'll get a lot more you'll get better reception to the next game that they're making but just like clifton said a lot of people are gonna probably not buy day one but if it comes out in whatever that is is actually really good i can see the reception being amazing so i think it's it's kind of twofold just really comes down to how long it's going to take them to build it but the dlc will definitely hold people over for a while and if we see some type of sequel for cyberpunk 2020 2077 in like 2027 2028 towards the very end of the generation or you know something that's going to bridge the gap between the next generation and this generation i think that would be a a, um, a really good thing for them to kind of hang their hats on i think they have a uh they have an opportunity to regain some of their their reputation but it, there, there's always going to be people who won't forget right um, exactly. there's going to be uh people who will 
as far as they're concerned, they're never going to get that respect back for, for the things that they that they lied about. They lied. They lied about this game. Um, they they said things that weren't true. They showed us content that didn't make it into the final game. I think that's always kind of like a, a, a cardinal sin of developers mm-hmm. to do that. Like, don't show anything. I know it's difficult to do that, but like if it's too early and you're not quite certain that the, this some of the content is is going to make it into the final product, then you just don't show it. Like, is that? I mean, I, I don't want to say is that so hard. I'm not a developer. Well, you know, I haven't worked on a game before, but it's just like for me, that's just it, it's it's you, you can't do that because even though you may put work on progress on the trailer, things are subject to change. It's going to be right. the majority of people aren't going to see those words in the fine print that say that. And then you're going to get people who, regardless of knowing that, they got hyped off of the things that they saw, specific things. And, you know, when those things are gone, it's like, well, even though you said things were subject to change, I'm still disappointed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the the, the bugs, the issue, like the, the, the hiding of the, the console version to uh try to manipulate reviews which worked uh primarily like that kind of stuff is just they you it's it's difficult to come back from that in a tv show a really good tv show and fixing your game the way it should have been in the first place is it's not going to be enough now i did want to just like acknowledge real quick uh um sh- shout out to 343 and and those oh. who who think that uh uh, 343 um, can't change their game engine. Um, UD Project Red is dropping their the only engine they've ever used in their games for Unreal Engine 5. So, look, it, don't be surprised. I'm not saying it's definitely going to have a fatal impact, but just don't be surprised if that's the case uh, in the future. Let's have we'll a question. Mm-hmm. Have a question. So the mid maxer bill, how much? How long is that? Why that time good for? That? How long is the time for? Is it two, three hours? It's two hours. It's, yeah, I think it's three. You just wanted it's to two. Say two. It's always been two. I'm thinking about making you. Play. I'm thinking about giving us an early can Halloween we, gift. Can we? Can we get back to the topics? Can you? Can you focus on the show? Alien, alien isolation. I'm thinking about. Uh, it. Uh, how about we? How about you? You answer some questions about cyber. I've been answering questions the whole time. Oh, <laughs> you just want. You just want me to get off this whole kit. Hey, alien isolation is a really good game, sir. It's like one of the better alien. I games. don't care. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're, yeah, you're, you're probably gonna carry it later today. Not true. Uh, what, what, that, that, there was something else that uh, I can't remember now. You, you didn't throw me off. Thank, thank you for for not paying attention <laughs> you're, to the show. You're, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we can move on. He <laughs> completely threw it off. He lost his whole train of thought. Um, is it is it really the free game? Uh, it's uh, I actually am. So, do you like the new myself. weapons and stuff? Do you like the new weapons and stuff that they added? 
I they added new weapons. I didn't even know. That's what I heard. I heard they added new weapons with some of the updates and stuff, or not probably new weapons. But I'm, they. I'm uh, just working to getting that some of the stuff. I'm just working to get to that that specific mod that allows me to go into bullet time every thirty oh, seconds. And you want to go? You want to? I want to. I want to be like an in edge run. That's all I want right now. I I have to get. I have to have my um. Uh, I have to have some. My crafting has to be at 18 because I have to craft it. And then I, there, uh, my reflexes have to be at 15, I think. And then there's a bunch of other stuff that has to be like up there in order to, to even be able to get it and, and use it. But that's what I'm working towards. So I'm kind of like doing all uh, like hunting down the cyber psychos and all the side missions and, and protecting people, all the stuff, the, the bounty hunter stuff. To kind of get uh oh also your reputation as uh mm. um your reputation in the city has to be at 26 and i'm at like 18 right now so i got a ways to go but it's whatever um rodham has said funny thing we were talking about these low tier gpus and you can get a you in slumbo you can get a special xbox series s and a controller for 250. why Ew. <laughs> he has a he has a Series S already though. I know, like why? why I, I keep telling him that, and like he he, he doesn't arrive. I don't I don't count that as you know him being an Xbox gamer though. You know you gotta have, you know you gotta have the the creme de la creme. We going? <laughs> Yay! My favorite topic. <laughs> Your favorite topic. Huh? <laughs> so it's been such a great week. <laughs> So, PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation. <laughs> On PC. So that's 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 the topic here. Play, uh, shout out to Herman Holst, who this yes. week uh, was it th- earlier this week? Yes, it was. It, it was it Tuesday. Was literally Tuesday. <laughs> Herman um, did an interview where he explained that um, there will be at least a year between. PlayStation console and PC game releases. And these would be like your typical PlayStation yeah. games. Your your Ghost of Tsushima's, your God of War, your your Horizon Forbidden West. Your There's Spider-Man 2's and Wolverine. Spider-Man 2's and Wolverine. It's gonna be at least one year um um delay for the mm-hmm. PC version. Um which is, you know, remember it was like a, a year or two ago. He was like, "We just testing this. It's no we just testing this." Then he was like, "You know, we just getting caught. You know, it's like, look, we're, we're, we're whole slate. We're all in. We're gonna put all our games over there. But like, they'll, they'll get there eventually. You know, it's no big like, like, play the console is our primary platform. You know, and that's never gonna change. Now it's it's a year. All right, looks a year. But great thing here is live service." The live service games will be day and day. Now, I look, I don't want to pat myself on the back too much. But I've been said this. Yep. I've been saying this for over a year. When they first when they first said whole slate, I said their live service games are going to launch on PC. And why the freak not? Think about Destruction All Stars for a moment. Mm-hmm. Not that good a game, right? Okay, and but maybe it would have had a little bit more legs if it also had a PC community that could have potentially played the game and could have been filling in some of those lobbies. 
this is the mindset that Sony has. Factions 2 is going to launch, it's confirmed now, it's going to launch on PC day one with 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 the PlayStation. And why do they want to do that? Because they have more people in the game. That's all they care about is having more people in the game, more people potentially buy microtransactions off those games. This is this is the, the role they are focused on mobile and PC. They don't they're not focused on this this may be very painful for the PlayStation fan that's gonna hear this. But as far as their it, it, it may not be you may not feel this true, but they kind of feel like you're not the priority anymore. Oh no, no, you gotta say you gotta say it like I said in the video. Well, how, you say it like how you said it in the video. Play. Listen, as a PlayStation gamer, you need to realize that you're not enough for PlayStation anymore. PlayStation gamers true. aren't enough. Yeah, you're not, PlayStation you're not, gamers yeah. themselves aren't enough anymore. And that's enough. what you kind of got to realize. And I think that kind of shocks people because everybody was on this high horse talking about PlayStation values their games. They like to have their blockbuster releases and they um, really care about their uh, their ecosystem and the platform that they're making because they want to sell systems. And I'm like, okay, that's what they're saying now. But what they say in the future is going to be something completely different because the narrative has consistently changed ever since Jim Ryan has became the head of PlayStation. And guess where we are now? PlayStation is vehemently telling you in your face that, guess what? PlayStation, gamer, the people that love our platform, we still want to give these great games to you. But honestly, you're not enough to nope. fulfill the things that we need to do as a platform to bring as much revenue that we need to do to keep making these amazing blockbuster games that you want us to make. And it also goes back to the whole thing that Phil, and, and, and nobody wants to hear this, but when Phil Spencer said this years ago, he said that the AAA market when it comes to single player exclusive games is, is not that it's dead, it's just the fact that it costs so much money for them to do what do you expect them to do at the end? You know, you they have to find a way to get more money into the ecosystem. The console market is so it's not as inflated as people think it is. There it's are stagnant people, too. Yeah, it's, it's not very growing. stagnant. It's not growing. It's like everything else is growing in gaming around consoles. You don't see, you know, you still keep seeing this. Let, let, me, let, me, oh, wait, let, me, let me clarify that. Though. It does grow a little bit, but it doesn't like PC gaming. And um, PC gaming grows a little bit faster than console gaming, but mobile gaming grows so much faster than everything else. Than everything else, and it's just like, for the cost of making games keeps going up, um, and those expenses aren't coming down. In addition to, they're not generating significantly more revenue. Um, enough revenue to actually justify you know those costs also you gotta look at like the fact jim ryan is in charge now right and a lot of people disagree with some of the decisions that he makes but you gotta think about it from his oh ooh, shout out to east texas alex again i think that is a playstation code there that is definitely a playstation code so go grab it before someone else does shout out to alex again good guy there good guy um yeah. uh what was i saying um oh yeah so jim ryan and and usually this happens like when i was in the corporate world as far as like in business administration kind of stuff i was tasked i had to outdo my um 
my previous year you know like like my issue my everything that i did was about year over year growth right like it wasn't shot iron lewis podcast in the house what's up how's it going guys um everything that my bonus my performance was measured off of was what did that generate in revenue last month and how did it compare to that same month a year ago it's like that for a lot of business you look at like when they do their financials and they 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 talk to their investors they always show you even when we look at mpd and 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 matt matt uh piscatella gives us the data he he's showing a lot of like well compared to last year this is what gaming did this year that's how people are performance is measured and so for jim ryan he's gotta outdo an amazing end to the last generation for playstation mm-hmm. they sold they got multiple 20 million sold games they 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 sold amazingly on the playstation 4 he has got to outdo that when the console market is not growing at the kind of clip that he sees where he can actually say hey look i'm growing the business i'm not here i'm not just a caretaker i'm not just a just a bus driver here i'm not just maintaining what we grew and then waiting potentially for our competition to outdo us i'm actually growing it and if he's going to grow it He's not going to grow it just with PlayStation gamers. They have, they have, they don't think you guys are going to buy more games. You're, and the guys that are buying games, just keep it a buck. They know even even when you upset and you go on Twitter and you you gnash your teeth and cuss people out and all this other stuff, and I, it's PlayStation is going down the drain and oh I don't like this. I'm not buying X. I'm not buying that. They know you're not keeping it real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they know, know. you're going to buy it. They got you. You're you're not the priority anymore because they they know no matter what they do, you'll be there. They don't need to get you. You're not new business. They want new business, and new business is is, is PC and mobile. And so this is why, you know, look, the day will come where everything will be day and day. I think the majority, like it used to be at a time where PlayStation gamers, that's like, it cuts you out for even suggesting it. But now I think the a good majority of them now understand that that is the eventual reality. That eventually it's going to be day and day. Because they just keep the, the timeline keeps moving, you know. Next will be it'll be six months, you know. <laughs> six months, you know. A year from now, it'll be like you know. Hey, shoot, uh, the Last Baby of Us steps. Part One isn't getting at least a year. That they, no, it's not. Yeah, the, the, the devs working on the game on Twitter said it was it was like when asked about the PC version fairly soon, very very soon, they were talking like this year. 
and what it looks like there wasn't able to make it this year it's going to be early next year but mm -hmm. uh um the uncharted collection un the co combination of uncharted 4 and lost legacy when they came out with the uh the update for that on in what was that february this year january something like that um that's coming out next month or this month i think it might be this month um so that's less than a year um returnal has a has a store uh steam store returnal came out oh that was last year right that was last year yeah. that was last year. okay that doesn't that doesn't count but yeah the, the timeline keeps getting shorter and shorter and eventually there'll be it'll be day one on pc just like it is on look they're, they're opening their own app on pc because they don't want they have plans and their plans aren't isn't to give valve 30 percent of all and epic 30 percent of all their sales they want to they see i i i view it like they make quality single player games and the kind of games they make aren't really ref, like there is no comparison usually on pc I mean, you'll get like Rockstar dropping like a Red Dead on there, right? Mm. But like, there is no real comparison to the kind of games that they make on PC. They have a huge, for as far as they're concerned, there's a huge market we can cultivate here. So yeah, ab absolutely. Like this is it, it is what it is. Um, Forza, I've been talking. I've been running my mouth. Forza, what, what are your thoughts on this? Oh no, I. Listen, man, <laughs> I did a two and a half minute video talking about this and um, shout out to everybody that, you know, came through and um, supported it and stuff. But in general, ah, man, it, it just ultimately comes down to these companies, one uh, platform owners are not what these companies are looking for anymore. They are looking for people that are willing to you know nibble in different places and stuff like that so if they the, would they prefer you to play it on a playstation platform probably so because they'll get more of the revenue from that but i think they're just at a point now where they're just tired of missing out on that extra that extra 70 percent they can make by having the games like on epic or steam or something like that you know epic is even higher because they have not just because they have um a little bit of influence inside of epic because of the money that they uh, put into it but epic has one of the best you know splits of any of the pc platforms when it comes to like 85 90 percent splits going towards the uh, publisher so they just want to be able to get their games in more places and that also goes back to the thing where um jim ryan herman host talked about you know the blockbuster release and stuff they want these games to feel massive they want that type of experience that you can only get when you drop an amazing game like god of war ragnarok or spider-man 2 when it comes out of wolverine mm -hmm. so they're just greasing this they're just you know greasing the ski the, the skis right now to put people in the situation where you know in 2025 2026 you expect this to happen and i think the biggest thing that kind of prompt me to make the video is I was just under the assumption that people knew this was going to happen, especially when it comes to games that are gas games. I'm like, yo, these games 
the lifeblood of these games is having as many people in the ecosystem as possible. So when I started seeing, you know, disagreements and just this overall, this overall understanding that get, like they can't just put their games where they want to, that devalues a platform. I'm sitting there like, why? what why why is your experience why is anybody's experience devalued because more people get to try your product out right more people get a chance to experience the 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 great things that we talk about when it comes to video games i guarantee you um studios like um what's the studio that made um um that made um what's the name of the game with the girl um the roguelite I'm oh returnal returnal yeah what studio that made it housemark and, and who i guarantee you housemark wish they would have sold another 10 another two three million on pc or something right. like that right right I, you know go to you know sucker punch wish they probably sold another million or two having the game on pc now of course they're not going to come out and say that because they're going to tow the company line with it being because you know playstation produced the game and they're being marketed by playstation and and they're getting paid they already got paid to make the game but there is a thing called bonuses and people do like getting them and the only way you get more bonuses is if your game sells to more people and not saying that the playstation ecosystem isn't conducive to selling but people really overlook how much these games sell because yes the game like days gone sell a lot of copies yeah it did but it sold a lot of copies at a cheaper price same thing with horizon forbidden uh, horizon zero dawn sold 20 million copies how many of those copies were sold when it was at the gate when it was for game of the year at 20 25 30 bucks at most you know we try to compare all of these things to like nintendo but their games never really drop on price so when they say they sell 38 million copies of mario kart guess what it's a probably a good chance that 90 percent of those games sold at 60 dollars a pop right and that's and, unlike and then, days gone that sold like I, I mean like estimated like i think even the even well even the 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 former the sony ben devs don't know how much it sold don't even, even know how much it sold but like so, it's anywhere between six to nine million but like it still didn't make generate enough revenue to justify a sequel considering that they took they were well over budget they took too long to make the game and yep. i think it was like seven years in development six seven years in development um for the game to sell for primarily not at the $60 that it launched that, but more at like the sale prices of 20 and $30. Like that's, that's half the revenue. And, right. and, and I, yeah. yeah. And but, I think the, I think the biggest thing that ultimately just comes to this is, you know, it's not, you know, it was the, the video was all in fun just to, you know, I told you so and stuff like that, because, you know, it just ultimately comes back to the, the hypocrisy where every, I just want to know, now that game so now that games are going to be going to pc are we going to hear the next thing that oh since these games are going to go to pc is it going to water down the experience is the, is the experience of these games going to get worse overall is that what you're afraid of me personally it just ultimately comes it's just video games like all we do is talk about video games on a day-to-day -day basis but it seems like the people or just the overall um feel if you try to like 
fill out the room is the people that don't care about this and they don't understand why people care about it and then you've got the other side of it that are upset because it's all about list wars it's about me saying that my game's available on my platform and it's not available anywhere else and you're a pc peasant and you know you still got to wait a year to play the games that i get a chance to play by just paying a quarter amount of the money that you pay but guess what that is about to change little little by little you're seeing jim ryan go out there and make statements that come to the you know that go against everything that everybody kind of believes in because he ran one of the most profitable markets in playstation he brought it from the gutter like it was nowhere near as profitable as it was when he was the head over there just running the european market and he ended up being the head of playstation now and it ultimately comes back to this he's a money motivated person that's making money motivated moves and what do you expect him to do sit on his hands and just you know not try to make as much money as possible now you're starting to probably see why people like sean layton and andrew house decided to pick up and leave because they were a hundred percent vehement about the playstation brand being the playstation brand and that's not to say they were wrong because they did an amazing job through 2014 to 2019 2020 to get playstation 4 where it was but we're heading into a brand new ecosystem where just playing games on your one particular platform and not having those games available in other places is starting to change and this like i said the last thing i said in that video we're not saying that god of war we're not saying that horizon forbidden west we're not even saying that spider-man miles morales or spider-man 2 any of those games was going to be something that's going to see within a year to two years of those games coming out but the thing is this is the building block this is the this is the ground zero of everything that everybody thought wouldn't happen starting to happen and all we can do is go downhill from here and sooner or later it's going to be six months like you said slow-mo it's going to be three months then it's going to be a month and then guess what they're going to do starting in the next generation with playstation 6 probably they're going to start doing games day and day because at that point the community is conditioned to know that the games are going to come quicker to pc and what's the difference between 30 days and just launching it the day that it comes out nothing really so that's when you're going to really see that really take off yeah um i want kind of want to address the whole it makes the games less quality uh, please thing. do please because do there, there's multiple reasons why that's not true now one let's let's first start with the the rationale behind it and usually it's is rooted in xbox and let's start the first thing people say is, oh, well, look at Xbox games. They put their games on PC day and date. Look at the quality of those games. Those same people didn't like the quality of Xbox games before they started putting day and day on PC, but they don't want to admit that. So what's changed? You didn't like the quality of those games before they made the change and you don't like the quality after seems like it has less to do with the games being on PC and more to do with Xbox as a publisher, period. That's one. They will admit that Xbox is a poor publisher, but won't admit that PC ports have nothing to do with it. Two, there are people who like to say, point to what devs have said. 
what devs has, has said this thing they got they'll have screenshots he look devs are saying this that you, if you put it on pc it's gonna affect this and that and it's gonna change what we what we're trying to do with the game yada 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 I can point the devs who say the opposite to so, so what? You literally can find a dev out there that can tell you anything. Tell you this is great or that or great. It doesn't matter. I got I know at least three devs who've said the opposite. That's one. And and the other part of that is that we we had we've had a talk with developers about this forte. Um on this show actually before when you are making your game in the pre-production process and, and there's this there's rescoping one which rescoping means that you're you take a look at the entire game as a whole and you realize some things need to be cut because it doesn't quite work some things aren't going are, are too uh difficult to do on this platform we people are worried about the vision of the game not being what the developer originally wanted not knowing that whether it's a multi-plat game or an exclusive a true exclusive game none of them are ever finished what they what they were the vision was at launch none of them finish with the same exact vision they all get rescoped they all get content cut it's the it's, it is a natural part of game development right and if they are going to put the game on pc and playstation at launch we already saw it with this game that i'm playing right here with spider going as the mod for spider going is spider-man what would the, what was the minimum spec for this forte <laughs> it was pretty freaking high. People was it shocked. It was pretty high. It, I was like, "What is what?" <laughs> they were recommending SSDs, like I told our, our good friend, um, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 what is his name? Why well, can't Optimus? Op, I'm sorry, I, 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 I couldn't think of Optimus' name. But we had Optimus on this show, and shout out to him. I hope he's doing well right now. Absolutely. But, Optimus me and him disagreed and he thought that he was like it would be a problem for PlayStation to do that but no as I said all you gotta do is tell people run an SSD bro that's <laughs> it that's it that's what you need minimum SSD period oh minimum a 2060 people was like oh, a 2060 Clutching their pearls. Yeah, 2060, bro. <laughs> Ooh, a 3070 for recommended? Curl. Clutching their pearls. Upgrade up, upgrade your, your ish, bro. Upgrade your, your PC, man. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? You don't have to do minimum spec. You don't have to compromise your game. And frankly... That's beginning of the generation foolishness to begin with. As the years go on, it's going to be easier and easier for PC gamers to run PlayStation's games. Because guess what's fluid and moves and changes? 
PC market. Dropping new GPUs every year, new PSUs every year, new CPUs every year, people doubling their RAM every year. Guess what's not changing? Your PS5. PS5. <laughs> so what exactly are they doing in a game that's going to be so advanced that you can't run on a PC? Give it two more years and a potato PC in, in, in two more years standards will be running games better than a PS5. So I don't want to hear the crap. Well, oh, it's holding anything. ain't holding a damn thing back. Cut the cat. Speak on it. Speak on it. Preach. Your PS5, I say this, I, I said this multiple times. I'm going to say it again. Your PS5 and your Xbox Series X was outdated when it launched, bruh. That's definitely true. The 2080 Ti, which is old as dirt now, was the best GPU out then, and it was way more powerful than your your consoles at launch. So, cut the crap with the oh well, it's but you know, but hey, everyone's running old. Everyone's running a 1060. That's not everybody. You don't you you don't even look at the percentages. The 1060 has a lead of less than 1% on the 2060. And guess what's after that? A 3060. You know what's funny? You know what's <laughs> so funny about that? It, it's, it's, it's hilarious that they, they made these arguments and don't know what they talked about when it comes to PC gaming. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you know the funny thing about that? When you just kind of made, made me think of something. Um, some people need to remember... Like you said, how PC's fluent, it always is always moving, is always moving forward, is always upgrading. And people are running, like you said, 1060s, 2060s. Has anybody thought that the reason they're running those those systems is because they wanted to run those systems? Because maybe they don't have the money at this time to upgrade to get the stuff that they wanted, but at least they had the option to pick what they wanted. Versus if you pick up a PlayStation 5 or a Series X or a Nintendo Switch, you are locked into whatever whatever um whatever configuration they have for you at that time when you purchase the system and yes they probably will come out with like a slimmer model they may come out with a pro model at a later date but usually those pro models are only a five to ten percent uplift on what the system used to have before where we're seeing graphic cards that release or cpus that release that give you anywhere from 40 to 50 percent uplift from the year before so people got to remember the fact that you get the option to pick what you want because some people, like you say, Slomo, some people only, they only need 1080p. Yeah. You know, some people also got to remember that 1080p on a 27-inch monitor or a 32-inch monitor with ultra settings and ultra textures probably still looks better than your 4K screen that they got you looking at in in medium settings. Medium, barely, barely medium sometimes, you <laughs> Very know? Very medium and, settings, and, and, right. and, and then you'll get some games like like... Spider-Man is is or Red Dead Redemption. Oh, Some games like that that's just amazing. It's just amazing, and it looks great on consoles. It looks great on 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 PC. It, PC just looks it just looks better. There's better ray tracing implementation on PC. Uh, you have the ability to play it at far higher frame rates, like I do. You know, like that's that's the 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 benefits to it. Um, 
uh let, let's see uh rrd with the two dollar canadian says wrong playstation did change higher price <laughs> plus cheaper parts <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, although you are right about the rrd but i mean it, it's what's not changing is that apu inside of the uh the playstation that, that that's not changing that's that's going to be the same apu that's always going to be there it, and, and that apu was uh not the most powerful uh uh out there um when it launched and it gets older and older as the years go by of course they're going to do a ps5 pro mm -hmm. and it's probably going to be on RD, rdna 3 or 4 or whatever else that amd is whatever architecture amd is currently on but the the way that like consoles aren't like they were back in in the day when when me and forte were like young young like in our early 20s and teenagers where like the architecture was like custom like it was mm -hmm. something that was like it didn't follow the same the same paths that pc did now it's just like they they're streamlining things because they want to make sure that you're, you're going to be able to play your old stuff um, they want to make sure that it, it's it's far easier to do backwards compatibility and 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 game development as as far as as as, as uh, complex as game development is now. They want to make things easier on everybody as well as the gamer and themselves. Uh, everything is going to be x86 going forward. Everything is going to be well. What, what's Nvidia making? As far as Nintendo goes, what's AMD making as far as Xbox and PlayStation goes? And then they will continue to just build from there. I mean, look, shoot, the Steam Deck does the same thing. It's like they, they, they're all going to just take less power hungry, um, more efficient, yet not as powerful versions of the architecture that is currently being used even nintendo like nvidia wanted to give nintendo a better tegra chip than what's in the switch nintendo was like nah i'm good fam we want that cheap one right there we want that one that the worst one you got how cheap how, how cheap is that great <laughs> they, 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 this is what you get for, with consoles it's about ease and convenience but you're not but you, the trade-off is that you're not going to have the power and, and and that's the way it is now to go back to what we were talking about with day and date it's the my last point about how the devs like when they were in pre-production they're planning how to build the game and they of course they build to the lowest common denominator right what they're gonna they're going to expect it to be on the the, the worst the, like so they could like as far as uh logic goes with cpus like how many how many how many characters can i have on screen uh, how complex ai can we can we put in this game how big are the maps going to be yada 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 and all that is set from the very beginning of the game so like you're not getting the kind of compromises that you think you're going to get and even if you do think that's the case i mean look horizon zero dawn was supposed to have flying in it and they they didn't because the engine the engine wasn't mature enough that decimal engine at the time wasn't mature enough with the hardware that they were dealing with with the playstation 4 to allow it 
So you you deal with compromises where it's whether it's a multiplayer game or not. The problem I think is that people see uh, uh, mediocre developers who do multi-plats and sometimes they do not put as much effort in all the platforms they put the game on as uh as you would like and they don't quite understand why that's the case and just automatically assume that that's just like a byproduct of being a multi-plat developer and that's not necessarily the case even with the way that playstation is doing putting their games on pc is different than how xbox is doing it xbox actually has for the most part the developers that are making the games putting their own games on pc ubisoft does the same thing there's a team within those developers that's doing the the, the work look at the game on the different platform and some people say oh that that's that's a waste of resources you know we don't although we don't really know whether they just added enough people to be able to make that work or whether they actually took people away who could have been actually working on just the console version you don't know that you don't know how that's allocated regardless playstation isn't doing that because they got they acquired developers like nixus that's what that's what nixus job is they, that's all they're here to do that's all they ever done is port games and that's all they're here to do they're here to port games on to pc and they mad busy son so what's the argument it doesn't make any sense okay i'm done yeah it definitely doesn't make any sense you're right well i mean you know oh time will tell that's all i'll say all 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 things will be revealed in the future and the biggest thing i always tell people don't take everything that ceos stuff say (laughs) at face value when they first especially when they're trying to sell you something because that's the thing right now they have a platform that they know will sell they said what was all the things they said we want to move as many people over to ps5 as possible because we want to, you know, we want to, you know, start the next generation. We believe in generations. And what happened? Oh, yeah, we do believe in generations, but we also believe in the generation that um, was the last generation. So we're going to bring those games out. And all of those people that we said, oh, we want to move people as fast as possible over. Now, a lot of that had to do with the pandemic, I still believe. I, I think that's the reason they really dove deep into the PlayStation 4 because of that. But they pivoted and when they pivoted they pivoted really hard really hard and i think ultimately what's going to happen from this is i think they're in a situation where they see games like fortnite games like the whole call of duty fiasco that we're about to talk about later on i think they're starting to see that we need to safeguard ourselves to make sure that we're still bringing in just as much profitability as we were bringing before all of this stuff happened because you know gaming has grown but has it grown in a sector that they house we know mobile has grown we know pc has grown but what about the console market you can go out and get a ps5 right now they're not super hard to find but you don't see 10,000 10 million systems sold in a month because people have found other avenues to get their games and play them. 
you know they're playing on pc they're playing they, they may not need a playstation 5 yet they like slow-mo you talked about how you know i'm not to invest i'm not going to invest in something i don't need something that is not a benefit to me right now when it comes to the 3090 but for some of these people they're looking at the ps5 and the xbox series x like i don't need that all the games that are coming all the games right. that i play are still coming out on the previous platform that, that is true and they they won't make that move into they into they into their force of the to the games that they play are no longer coming out on that playstation 4 and that xbox one that's yeah, that's exactly. extremely extremely true that's i i know a guy one of my uh guys i played the division with is is like that he still has an xbox uh one x and as far as he's concerned, he don't feel like he really needs to make any changes until games that he plays is no longer um, showing up on there. So yeah, that's exactly. True. So um, yeah, that's 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 the that's the that's where we're at now, and it's it's in Sony's court, it's in Xbox's court. I mean, even to an extent, it's in Nintendo's court to kind of push the narrative forward. And it's also, and I will say, with these developers, it's also these developers' courts when it comes to these games too. Because as long as they're willing to support the old stuff, we're never going to get to a point where you're really going to, you know, see a drastic improvement in games. I mean, there's going to be some outliers, but as a as a as an industry, we have to move on past this. But I also think COVID added like another year to two years on top of what we're going to be seeing. And especially if you go off the leaked information that came out of Sony about playstation games being developed even further into the generation than we actually thought when it comes to playstation 4 doesn't look good and then xbox already had their situation where they said that they're supporting stuff you know pretty much indefinitely uh even though we do have games like starfield that say they're next generation but who knows we'll see when it all happens but um you got anything else you want to add to us lemma yeah, I, I missed the super chat, and I apologize yeah. to RRD. He said, uh, $2 Canadian, he said, lack of funding hurt Xbox last gen, not PC. I agree with that uh, as oh, well. Oh, I agree that with that, 100%. That was definitely a huge uh, part of it. Shout out to Big Mike with the $2 super chat. It says, Twitter just got an edit button. Uh, it's about damn time, Twitter. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, um, Twitter, wait, Twitter actually has an edit button? Yeah, and, and I like the way they're implementing it. I don't know if it's rolled out to everyone yet, but like we'll see. I have it. Um, it, so this is the way you can edit, but people can see what you edited. So like, if you, you can't, and I think there's there's a time frame to it. So it's not like you can't, yeah, you can't edit. Like, you know how like people like, like, like trying to like cover up on receipts, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, try to like edit the tweet they said a year ago that was saying like, you know, uh, 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 some things that turned out to not be true. Like you can't edit that tweet. And even if you did edit it like people can be able to see what the what the change was to it so um uh, big my says you have to, to have t- he, he says you have <laughs> to have twitter blue which is like i ain't no way i'm getting twitter blue but oh i have uh, twitter blue oh uh, why really you barely you on twitter why do you have twitter blue well i got twitter blue because i when i do tweet stuff i you know i tend to f up a lot so I don't pay attention to what I'm tweeting. Uh, makes sense. Makes so I sense. so, <laughs> but yeah, they give you 30 seconds, so you get the free 30 what the free 30 second or 15 seconds to fix it before it goes live. They, that that should be 
They should. They shouldn't have put that behind the paywall. That's really. They, that that shouldn't be behind the paywall. You're right about that. So they give you the free 15 seconds to like edit the tweet before it goes live. That doesn't make it so they see your 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 initial tweet because it hasn't went out yet. But once the tweet does go out, they give you a full 30 minutes to go back and edit the tweet again. But that's when all the stuff that you said kicks in where it says you can kind of see what their initial tweet was. You can see all this, but you can but but after a certain amount of time, it kind of dissolves and goes into the other thing. But the biggest reason I did it because I do plan on doing um, and I haven't told you this yet, but the, the reason I, I did the last video was kind of a test. I was going to put it on my channel, but then I was like, no, I don't want to confuse the destiny stuff with the with xbox stuff or just the console stuff so i was like you know what i'll post it as a twitter video but then since i was going to do that the only way you can do longer than two minutes and 20 seconds is if you have twitter blue and then you can upload at 1080p if you have twitter blue so i was like you know what i'll do that and um it's five bucks so all right. I it mean, look, I, I, I think, I, I mean, maybe it's just, I don't think it's like if, if you're going to do, uh, do all that on a, on a video that you upload to Twitter, you might as well put that on YouTube, I think, or put it in YouTube short or something. Well, at least, at least do, some, make, well, make some, make something off of it, you know, nah, as a YouTube partner, because you don't make nothing, you don't get anything off of Twitter except for engagement. But that's what it is. It's, let's, we can move on. We, we've, uh, been, I think we've been on this topic a little bit too. I like long. how you said, you don't even be on Twitter. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to bring up this topic because it, it kind of highlights. Uh, it it kind of sucks, but I think it it, it kind of shows something in that in the game industry. I think that needs to change, and it's about mm-hmm. Disco Elysium. And Disco Elysium is uh, a uh, a Western RPG that was created by uh, a, a new developer called uh, ZAXM. I think it's, it's I think it's, it's how you say their name. Mm-hmm. Um, this developer has only made one game, and it's Disco Elysium. Uh, they it won a ton of awards at the Video Game Awards. A lot of the award shows like Best RPG, uh, Best Writing. Like it's it's amazing. I I played the game earlier this year. Um, a little late to the party, but uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, the writing is superb, and it, it it really is one of those games that when you beat it, it 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 really makes you kind of like you have to kind of just sit back and you're kind of like quiet for a while because you're trying to process what you just experienced. It's that good of a story, that good of a game. Um, it's difficult too. It's not difficult in a sense like like dark souls games are difficult because they're like you die a lot you you will die in disco elysium um but it's difficult to get through certain dialogues to get certain outcomes to to find the correct or the best path uh through a situation and they nailed that now like most indie developers they have funding issues and all that that ends up really undermining a lot of the work that indie developers do when they can't complete their games when they or in this case of this situation they get funding 
from a group that does not have their best interests at heart. And so to get to this situation, what's going on is that late in December of last year, and I, don't, I don't know if you guys may remember it or not, but like when they won their awards at the video game awards, um, they won like five awards that, that night. All four of the founders of, of this, this studio came out on stage every single time. Um, all but one of them are gone now. Two of them were forced out by the company that helped fund finish Disco Elysium in December of last year. And um, another one, uh, and the, the last one left uh, last month, I think it was, or no, sorry, that last month, last week. And it's a. Uh, it's pretty uh it's, it's pretty depressing um this guy had like they had their own culture there they had like a group that was about making sure that the culture the studio remained what it was and and, and, and curious enough if you play the game the game kind of gets into these kind of themes where there are people or organizations that have a uh a strong mentality and a and a and a, and a great vision and then all that stuff just gets ruined and eroded and, all, and then to only caring about money and people started to wonder if that was going to be the case with this Elysium because Amazon is doing a TV show off of it and people were just like wait what? people show up Disco Elysium what's going on? and then to find that the founders aren't even there anymore it's it's unfortunate um, but this is what happens you know we, we've, we see developers take crappy deals from publishers and they end up losing their IP and look there's going to be a Disco Elysium 2 I'm not looking forward to it anymore because the people who the the, the, the lead writer isn't there the lead artist isn't there their top programmer isn't there who is that developer anymore? I don't know. And so, like, I just... Right. Yeah, you know, I kind of washed my hands of it. Forza, what do you think about this? Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, I I looked into it after you had sent the message on it, and I was like, yo, this is... So this, like, happened over a year ago, and it just came out that these people were let go under false pre um, pretenses and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's super wow it's like and the fact that it came out is because you you know like you said they feel like people the fans needed to know why this actually happened you know ndas and stuff like that people mm -hmm. not knowing what they can and can't say and stuff like that and, and we all know about you know when people get let go from places they got these little things that they sign basically saying well we're going to separate and we're not you can't say why you were let go and all this other crazy stuff which is which is all just to protect the company. It ain't got nothing to do with protecting you. Mm -hmm. It's just that they want to protect themselves from any blowback that they get of saying, well, this is why we let this person go. And they don't want to house any ill will. And I'm glad stuff like this comes out because it just lets you know that these companies, you're just a number to them. You're just an employee to them. You're just a dollar sign that they assign to you that they're willing to pay you per hour or salary wise. And once they don't need you anymore, or once they feel like you are not needed or useless to them, this is the type of stuff they do. They find a reason to get you up out of there. 
um, good or bad, um, legal or unlegal, or just in any way that they can basically do it, or just if people just don't like it. That's the other thing. People, stuff like this happens because people just don't like people. People just don't like the direction that uh, people are moving when it comes to things that they're saying. So there's probably going to be more that comes out from this because when you read it, he even talked about how there's stuff that he doesn't know what he can and can't say, but he said there's way more than what people think there is from this whole ordeal. So that just lets me know that there's skeletons all over the place. Mm -hmm. So I I ultimately thought of you because I know you were very, you really liked the original, the first one. And I know you was going to probably be super excited for what their next project was going to be. But for people like you, I feel bad because this, how are you supposed to feel? How are you supposed to feel about a studio or a developer that treats their employees this way? Like we're all employees at different places. We all have something that we have to work hard for. But then when you see those people taking advantage of or things that happen to these people that probably shouldn't have, especially under frost pretenses, that's very disheartening and it makes you not want to support anything like that so yeah even though like um apparently i found some quotes from the last guy that left who said mm -hmm. that uh he he i think he was the actually the lead writer of the first game and he said that enough of the of the the sequel is finished that mm -hmm. if it did come out it might not be bad as long as they don't change too much of it, he won't know because he's not there anymore. So he doesn't know what right. they're doing to it. But even if it's the exact version of the game that they made, I'm of the mind that I don't want to play it just because the people like, I don't want to give my money to people who, who treat like their employees like that. And I, I don't think they did like I'm not going to watch the TV series that, that they're going to do which I think is probably going to be complete garbage because it doesn't have the, the actual like minds that created this IP created this world involved in it I'm not watching that so it's it's unfortunate man it's I, it, 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 it keeps happening and I think that like the more it gets brought up and the more it gets brought out into the light uh, it gives people the, the option to choose with their wallet yep and because that because because even though this may not be information that gets to everyone there are gonna be people who are gonna buy disco Elysium too because they thought the, the first one was good and not mm -hmm. know like them like what the heck happened to this, and not right. know what happened. But if you can get the word out that like, hey, look, it's basically not even the same studio anymore. It's not even the same people making the game, and they don't even understand the purpose and the themes and what the the, the writer was trying to convey, or how the gameplay was was so fine-tuned so that even one of the very little times violence happens in a game it's so epic when it happens they don't even know how to make that work so it's just like you know what just don't even bother but right we can move on to our second to last topic <laughs> second to last yeah it's a lot of stuff that happened this week oh boy so here we are right um we're we're we <coughs> We got some news this week. We did. That uh, there's another remaster coming. 
Well, oh. a rumor. This is a rumor. Technically still a rumor, even though everyone who has any kind of uh, sources and anyone who is any kind of verified source, uh, person who has sources out here in the gaming industry has already said they talked to their sources and can confirm that this is real. There's supposed to be a Horizon Zero Dawn remaster coming. We'll also some kind of multiplayer um, being in development as well. Uh, it looks like um, this remaster is going to have improved lighting, textures, animations, and, and, and models of the characters, uh, additional accessibility options, and that the multiplayer would be some kind of co-op mode to the game. So, um, and, and it's apparently uh, Guerrilla Games, the developer of Horizon Zero Dawn, wanted co-op in the game originally. I, I, I'm trying to picture how that would have looked. I, I don't... No. I, I can't see it because it's just really alien a... doing everything, you know, in this world by herself for the most part. Um, but well, not always for the most part. She'll have side missions with other people, but like, yeah. I don't know. It's um. Did you load this game up just for this gameplay? No, this gameplay is super old, man. I actually oh, okay. reinstalled the game earlier just to play because I wanted to play it with the, the the overpowered armor, and then in the frozen oh, wilds. Oh, that, that overpowered armor is really good. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to do the frozen, you know, do something frozen so, wild. Yeah, but I uh, I ran out of time, and I and I just like I I checked my. Uh, my uh my external drive where i put a lot of stuff on that for content creation and i found uh this this uh, this gameplay from back when i play i played the original game um and this is even before uh i quit the game so this is probably around the time period where i quit the game um because i was so bored anyway um as you should be <laughs> Uh, Forza, what are your thoughts on this remaster? Because it looks like there, there is a Horizon Zero Dawn TV show that looks like it's being developed by Netflix, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. um, a lot of people are speculating that they're doing this remaster, um, similar to how they did the, the a, rem a remake of The Last of Us Part One, because uh, when The Last of Us TV show comes out on HBO. They, they are hoping for a, a, a revitalized interest in it the way that uh, CD Projekt Red, who we talked about before, has got revitalized interest in their games of CD Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 um, based all, on those TV shows. So what, what, are you, what are your thoughts about that? Um, then at least it's not a remake of a, a, ma a remake of a remaster. At least, at least this will be the first time they do it. <laughs> so for me, um, I'm not as upset about it as a lot of other people are. I, I get, I get why people feel the way they feel. I think the biggest thing is if PlayStation was announcing a bunch of other games and stuff, like if Gorilla had... You know, if we knew Gorilla, what Gorilla was working on next, because right now it just seems like Gorilla is the, you know, the Horizon team. They just mm -hmm. work on Horizon stuff. Well, not necessarily. So, but they do. They do have a second studio. They um, do, but but that's that working on a multiple an unannounced multiplayer game that will be coming out on PC. Yes, day exactly. And, <laughs> and that's the thing. Yeah. I think it's the fact that 
it's not announced and people haven't heard from it you know we talked about this on brap yesterday i just think that people tend to you know get really upset at stuff like this when it's not a curated response from playstation or whoever it's supposed to be coming from because like we talked about like playstation probably this game isn't probably for 90 percent of the people that already played it it's yeah, for the people that are coming for new, for new players yeah, it's gonna be for the new people but who are the people that's gonna hear this when it does get leaked out if this is the case it's the hardcore fans and the first thing they're gonna do is like well who asked for this well we know you're not asking for it but it might be other people that buy a playstation 5 in the future that didn't get a chance to play the horizons uh forbidden i mean zero dawn maybe they didn't have a ps4 at the time or maybe they didn't know that it was available on pc so it just ultimately gives once again more ways for people to play the games that they enjoy and get people excited into ecosystems and we saw what a tv show did for a game that literally had sold 13 million copies and literally had a bunch of games returned and still sold a bunch and now you see that the love and aberration for that game has kind of come back because people live and they forget i mean not live and forget but they live and forgive they don't forget but they're willing to you know give it another chance and give it another try and see exactly where the game is now and that's what i think is going to happen with this because i think a lot of people that did play this game maybe it would be a good thing for them to go back and see exactly what changes they made maybe the game won't be as boring as it was the first time maybe they'll no, cut out i don't think they some of those things story. i don't, I don't think, think they are either i, I don't we think don't they're know making those kind of things do. i actually kind of like i'm leaning more towards it like we don't know for certain because of course this is an un unconfirmed rumor even though it yeah. seems very solid like this is going to turn out to be true um i don't think it's like a lot of the reports initially that was like it's a remake fell back on that and was like nah it's, it's a remaster and i actually would kind of probably go i think it's going to be less in the last of us part one round or even demon souls but more like the uncharted collection they did where yeah. um that uncharted collection had um it was uh essentially like if you already own the game all you had to do was spend ten dollars to get this upgraded version of it i think it will be like that and it seems like for a lot of these games let's say you take ghost of tsushima and returnal as examples that when they add multiplayer post-launch that's usually free right so i think that the like yeah it's going to be a ten dollar upgrade for the multiplayer and these these changes to the game but largely i do largely think that it's still unnecessary regardless of that fact because <coughs> i think it's unnecessary because the game's beautiful it's a it, the decimal right. engine is a great engine uh this game look at this there aren't too many games like this this is the, of course it's the pc version so the pc version is is superior to the, the playstation version but this right. is a good looking game and it's yeah the facial animations are a bit bad and wonky but um it's still better a better looking game than 95 percent of the games that are out right now right so it's a, it's a better game than 95 percent of the games that are out at this moment when this remaster where everything comes out in a year or two from now it probably is going to still going to hold up 
So I don't think it's necessary. I think if someone watched the TV show on Netflix and was like, yo, that was cool. I heard there's a game. I'm gonna buy that game. They're not gonna be like, yo, this game is ugly. Look at this game. They're not saying this game is ugly. They're not gonna say it's ugly. It's just, it's, it's, it's not. Now, if you just wanna say, hey, look, we, we wanted to get a, 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 a true PS5 version of the game and and we're adding multiplayer and a bunch of other stuff to it that's fine that's fine but if, if the if the thought process is that like hey new gamers are going to play this because of the uh because of the um um tv show like right. you're 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 not you're not turning anybody off with a game that looks like this now what may turn them off is the the, the bad story pacing but that's an issue with Gorilla overall that's in a, general. With their games in general, yeah. Right, right. Are you, anything else you, you want to say about this? No, nah, man, just... Well, I guess we have one more thing. I just... Listen, like I said, it's it's not a, re, it's not a remake of a remaster. <laughs> I'm just happy about that. But mm-hmm. I'm also happy to see that PlayStation is making, you know, calculated moves to just find a way to bring more revenue in um you know last of us part two brought over to the ps5 i don't know we we haven't heard any sales figures or anything or any numbers like that but i guarantee it it definitely made some people happy and i just think that sometimes you just got to kind of look outside yourself and say all of this stuff that happens isn't always going to be for me all of these showcases they talk about they're not going to always be for me you know, when when there is something for me, I'm going to be super excited, but I can't get down on them for wanting to hit more of the adjustable market when it comes to profitability, revenue, things that's going to drive the the needle into the green. And once you get to that point and you just think of it as like, yeah, I love PlayStation or I love Xbox. I love the ecosystem. But you just got to realize that, yeah, but their job is to find a way to entice more people to come into that ecosystem Make and how money. do you do that right. and how do you do that by doing the things that they're doing so if this rumor is true that just means they made it a, um they made a calculated decision to say that f- what is the what is the roi on us building you know this game not probably from the ground up because i think they use choice words when they talk about stuff like that because when you look at when you look at last of us part one does it look like they really built it from the ground up? You can see some improvements they made, but it wasn't like nothing from the ground up. But I think they shoot themselves in the foot when it comes to stuff like that. So if this is true, just keep it honest. Let people know exactly what they're getting. Don't try to oversell it because as long as you don't oversell it, I don't think people will have a real big problem with it. But that's where they get in trouble at with especially their community because they their community has a high standard for the things that PlayStation releases. And if they feel like something is just cookie cutter and they feel like it's not really benefiting them because of what you said previously, that's when they get upset. So it, it's on PlayStation, but it's also on the fans to not overreact to every little thing that happens. Agreed. Um, we can move on to our final topic. And I think there are plenty of people who are... Uh... Um, Dancing in the street. Itching with this one to to get into this one. So we got a uh, final verdict from Brazil, who was uh, all the rage um, in the gaming community um, with a lot of their very public um, 
uh, release of documentation in regards to the acquisition of Activision Blizzard King by Microsoft and the various points or opinions of all the people that they deemed uh, um, might have an issue or not have an issue with it. Um, we saw a lot of Sony's arguments uh, about this and how it affects PlayStation. And we saw some counter arguments from Microsoft and Brazil um, has come with a final verdict of approving of the acquisition with zero restrictions, no changes to the acquisition whatsoever. And so what I did want to do real quick is take a look at some of the things that they said. And so they have a, a couple of things I want to read. And so bear with me. Um, no, go ahead. Uh, the first one is about um, what the translated conclusions that they came to. Now, I'm not going to read all of it because a lot of it talks about horizontal overlaps, vertical effects, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, you know. Ooh. Uh, but uh, let's talk about there's a part here where it says, with regard to the possibility of closing markets. The analysis pointed out that despite their relevance and popularity, Activision Blizzard games, and in particular the Call of Duty series, would not be essential assets to the performance of Microsoft's current and potential competitors in the console and digital game distribution markets. Considering in the latter, both digital stores and multiple game subscription services for PC and consoles. Thus, even if the Activision Blizzard game catalog were to become exclusive to the Microsoft ecosystem after the transaction, SGK, I guess that's their, their, their regulatory committee, considers that such exclusivity would not result in a substantial reduction in the levels of competition in the downstream markets, even if it could translate into a competitive advantage for Microsoft. So to translate that, they're saying that Sony can still compete even if Call of Duty and all of Activision Blizzard King games are exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem. Uh, they said, furthermore, it is important to highlight that the central objective of Cade's activities is the protection of competition as a means of promoting the well-being <coughs> of, of Brazilian consumers and not the defense of the particular interests of specific competitors. I'm going to repeat that again, okay? Because that was, I thought, some, uh, some, some interesting kind of shade there uh, to Sony. It is important to highlight the central objective of K's activities is the protection of competition as a means of promoting the well-being of Brazilian consumers and not the defense of the particular interests of specific competitors. It seems to me that they may have felt some kind of way about Sony uh, really complaining about like what this would do to their 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 profits or you know how much revenue they're generating. But when you really like, they didn't present an argument that this would stop them from competing because it doesn't it doesn't stop them from competing um, right. and yeah there's another part uh that i wanted to uh read back and before we do that forte what are your thoughts about about brazil's argument there man listen <laughs> they i just want this to be over with 
it's yeah, like I, I agree with that. I, I understand why everything's happening. I you know, Phil you got not Phil Spencer, you got Jim Ryan going all over the globe trying to fight the good fight, trying to find a way to cancel the deal, purge the deal, whatever you want to whichever you want to call it. Um I'm just glad that the decision was finally made, good or bad. I mean, yeah, of course being a, a xbox fan being somebody that likes the xbox ecosystem and i want to see xbox succeed uh i want to see stuff like this happen because i do feel like xbox has kind of been the brunt of a lot of jokes over the course of the last generation because you know it no it mostly fought of their own because of the direction they went starting in like 2010 when they decided not to invest in their first party studios and really just shut it down going into the xbox one generation you know so we got to hold them accountable for that but we also i also want to praise them for the direction that they're going in now sadia is behind them they're making acquisition mergers and acquisitions making these moves to try to find a way to make their platform more appealing to people some people don't like the way that they're doing it but i'm looking at it like mm, well you guys didn't think that a dog would bark i mean a dog with a bark wouldn't bite you and that's what's happening and it's it's really interesting just to see the the change in the overall like demeanor of microsoft over the course of the last five or six years really being behind gaming they really feel like gaming is something that they can hang their hat on and they want to be a leader in that market and in order to be a leader in something you kind of got to take somebody down along the way and that just happens to be sony that's right there so knowing that this is one step closer to a resolution that would kind of benefit them i feel like it's a good thing now for me ultimately the reason i want this to be done with because i want to see what microsoft's going to do with it like what are you going to do with all of this this power that you basically accumulated with all of these studios with all of these developers what are we going to do to basically make sure that the the sins of the past don't don't you know interfere with the with the future I would like to see what happens from that. And I want to see if they actually can build a prominent platform that people can feel like this is this is an amazing thing to be of. Because right now people are still living off a dollar deal. Like I know I'm still living on it. What's gonna happen when 2024 comes around and my dollar deal's up? Is Xbox gonna be in a better place at that point? Am I gonna be willing to spend the $15 a month to actually keep my Game Pass subscription or whatever the price of it is gonna be at that time? No one really knows. People say that they know this, oh, this is amazing and I'm gonna keep it forever. I don't know what my kids are gonna be into because my kids, they benefit from Game Pass more than I do. You know, the last time I benefited from Game Pass consistently, was when destiny was a part of game pass and that's been over a year since it's been out of there almost so i just like that they're doing something i like that the regulators are finally slowly but surely coming around to the decision that you know not that i want them to make it's just a decision in general and i just want to see microsoft do something with it now that's that's ultimately what i want from this I wanted to go through so I could see if they learned anything from when they had a bunch of studios before back in 20, 2005 and 2006 and 2007. 
and did they actually garner some type of brain along the way to say that we're not going to relive the sins of the past and we're going to do better in the future so that's what i learned from all this and that's what i want from all of this uh, uh, you know understandably yeah I, I feel you on that i think um well i, I just kind of feel like i think they have learned some things i think they've learned that you gotta actually spend some money to make money um in exactly. this industry that you, you can't just be cheap with no daggone reason when you're a trillion dollar corporation and expect the you know your platform to grow you gotta spend that money and they definitely are spending that money that said um i don't think they've quite learned how to be a manager of games how to be a publisher yes uh, and that that's pretty evident with how some of these acquired studios have have gone through some turmoils um some growing pains and haven't really had a guiding hand from xbox leadership to kind of help them along the way with that shout out to Corey hill with the 20 dollars super chat says what's good forte slow-mo in the chat what's good Corey? we appreciate your support bro um i wanted to well in regards to what the part i i I read uh, i do agree with brazil uh um their job isn't to protect sony from microsoft in their bank account um you have to compete and taking call of duty and i do i am one of those that feel like after the the three years are up at some point they're going to want to try to make it exclusive and they but they want to make it exclusive when the majority of the people who are playing call of duty or playing it in their ecosystem and now on PlayStation, they kind of feel like three years of getting the marketing, getting, you know, hey, it's in Game Pass now. You don't have to spend that money. Then they could like provide benefits for people who sell the Game Pass Ultimate to get like cosmetics and that kind of stuff to kind of make it worth their while. Whatever they do, whatever they do, try to entice people to get into the to their subscription service because that's the way they want to do business. I, I think they think that after three years they might be able to you know sway enough people to move um uh, enough of the call of duty people not like everybody on playstation but the people who play call of duty to primarily play that on xbox and if it's not then after three years they're just re-up like that's their i think but ultimately i think they want to make it exclusive at some point and not remain uh multi-plat in perpetuity now that right. said um none of this stops sony from competing no, no, they Sony's whole idea that they can't make a, uh, no one can make a shooter that rivals Call of Duty. I think it's just not true because, like, at one point, you know that that's what people would have said about Halo and, my, and Microsoft about a first, they're, they're a first-person shooter that was the king of first-person shooters on consoles at one point, and you know that's clearly no longer the case now. So, like, times change and and as generations go by and there are newer gamers that come out and you know like call of duty eventually be the old the old man shooter the way halo is the old man shooter you know these younger generations now gravitate more towards battle royale games like apex legends and fortnite um games like minecraft where it's it's it's, it's super unique like roblox like they there's a whole generation of gamers that don't care about cod and probably won't ever care about cod and so the 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 big the the old school cod hardcore will remain 
but as time goes on you, you get older you know like there, there's just we it will slowly dwindle you know and so i i never i've never felt that call of duty like was going to always be super relevant for forever anyway so i think that um the whole idea that they they they, they can't compete is just it's, it's foolish and, and and they know that I think they're just saying it because it's a good. It, they they want to come up with an argument to try to stop this deal from happening because they don't want to lose the revenue. I mean, it's the highest selling thing on their platform. Of course, they wouldn't, right? Um, right. Um, but they are already working towards coming up with solutions, alternatives to Call of Duty. Like they they have they were already working on their own multiplayer games, but now like they they're they. It's with this happening. It's even more imperative that they get, uh, and they're putting more money behind these these games, so that like hopefully that they are um, successful. Because like you got twelve live service games, they want at least one or two of those to hit. One or two of those hit, they can be generating just as much money as Call of Duty is generating for them, especially exclusive to their platforms. Mm -hmm. Live service games make a lot of money when they're when they when they have a huge uh community that's spending money on battle passes expansions and and microtransactions yeah that 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 money generates crazy crazy revenue look at some of the games that are live service games that are on pc which is the reason why they're making it again why they're making those games uh launch on pc uh riot games Riot Games is probably the biggest publisher on PC right now. Riot Games makes League of Legends and Valorant. Right. The t one, one in in two of the games that are are got the biggest player populations concurrently on PC. Like the the, the opportunity is there, you know. And like we talk about Fortnite all the time, but but th those two games are body in Fortnite. <laughs> on, P on the PC platform, so like opportunities there. Um, I did want to talk about something that is in the document, and mm -hmm. this part I think is very relevant to some things that I, that that we've said in, in on DPS before in live streams, whatever. So essentially, th this is what's said here. It says investment in exclusive content is and has always been very important. For competitive dynamics in the console segment exclusive content was most likely one of the main factors responsible for positioning playstation as the leader of the world console market for more than two decades a leadership that lasts to this day nintendo adopts a commercial strategy strongly based on its own brands and games exclusive to its consoles as well as in the licensing of these brands for the production of other consumer and entertainment products microsoft which currently seems to be selling fewer consoles than the two competitors worldwide as suggested by the estimate contained in table 29 and chart 5 above which we can't see of course has invested heavily in the acquisition of development studios and game publishers to strengthen the content of xbox and game pass in order to make it its products and services more attractive to consumers now you guys might be like well for, like slow mo why, why are you even saying this of course we know exclusive content is important of course we get that like why why are you bringing this up 
Well, I'm bringing it up because it goes into this next part where the commission says that they believe that the fact that Call of Duty is traditionally a series of cross-platform games has a significant influence on the number of users and sales performance of the franchise. After all, it is a logical inference that the greater the number of hardware platforms on which a, a, game, a particular game is playable, the greater the base of potential users and buyers of such a game. Given this context, it, context, it is likely that, at least in the short term, Call of Duty would lose a significant volume of revenues and players if their games were no longer offered to users of the most popular console in the world, i.e. PlayStation. In fact, such a hypothetical scenario could not only negatively impact the numbers of the franchise, but also favor other multi-platform games similar to Call of Duty that remain on PlayStation, such as competing series Battlefield by EA and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six of Ubisoft, which is something that the CEO Andrew Wilson of EA said. He actually said that to investors recently that they were looking forward to the acquisition because it was going to open them up to less competition on PlayStation and the opportunity for more sales. Now, this continues on saying, despite this, it cannot be ruled out that Microsoft will consider the adoption of an exclusivity strategy on Activision Blizzard games potentially profitable. And this is this is. Why, why I said the, the first part because this is exactly what I was saying months ago when this acquisition was first announced even if a decision in this regard could result in sacrifice of a relevant part of sales users is even called of the popularity of duty this is because in theory such a strategy would contribute to boost Xbox sales expand the Game Pass subscriber base and strengthen the network effects in the Microsoft ecosystem in order to compensate for any loss of revenue from the sale of games in the short term. So what that says is that if you take it off of PlayStation, you lose out on the sales on PlayStation, but the people who love Call of Duty, now all of them are in love with PlayStation. They yep. just got Call of Duty on PlayStation because PlayStation get everything first for Call of Duty. You take that away and they might go somewhere else. You make you put, put the game somewhere else and they're going to go where the game is. You know, I, I brought up in lunchtime with slow-mo um, um, the last time I did lunchtime with slow-mo that like when I was a kid um, my Final Fantasy was always on Super Nintendo. Right? And when they moved the PlayStation... I didn't say, well, I'm never playing Final Fantasy again. Right. No, I went and got my PlayStation and played Final Fantasy 7. Because what's important? The platform or the games? The games. The games is, is what's, what's important. And if you are a Call of Duty fan, I don't care what you say. I don't care what these Call of Duty hardcore fans say on PlayStation. To say, if, if it's only on Xbox, well, I'm just going to get, get a different... Some of them will. Some of them will be like, well, I'm just going to, you know, play... Like, a, a lot of them are hyping up... Um, uh, uh, what's the de uh, the developer of the, the, the former Call of Duty guys? What, what, what's, what's, it's not Fire Sprite. Oh, 
Yeah, what is that? I name? The name of the studio is uh, Deviation. Deviation Games. They ain't never made a game yet. <laughs> right. But people are hyped for them because the, what, the, what they are making is going to be similar to Call of Duty and exclusive to PlayStation. And it, what they're hoping is that it's like Call of Duty of old and it's still on PlayStation. Now, if that's the case, all right. You're going to get a lot of those guys that are just going to stay on PlayStation and, and forget Call of Duty. But if that's not the case, if it's not good, or if it takes a while for it to come out, and it's not out by the time Call of Duty's off of PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. You're gonna play COD, <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna play COD on the PC because <laughs> because they still they still won't get an Xbox, right? So they'll just play it on yeah. PC. Yeah, you know this reminds me. Like I said, I always go back to this story. Yo, Xbox One came out 20, um, 2013. They had the exclusive rights to Call of Duty marketing for Call of Duty Ghost that year. Mm-hmm. And the sales for Call of Duty were just as good as they always been. Xbox was the lead platform for it because they had the DLC come first. And the next year, PlayStation got the rights to it. And all of the content creators and all of the fans that wanted to get the stuff uh, 30 days early and all of the Call of Duty championship stuff was all Xbox that it got switched over to PlayStation and the and the fans did what slow-mo they all left well not all of them but a, a, a sizable majority of them left and went over to PlayStation now sales wise if you think about the consoles Xbox was around 5 million in that first year. Mm-hmm. PlayStation was around 7 million. When did the gulf happen? When did PlayStation literally take off? Now we're talking about Xbox in 2013 after coming off one of the worst debacles ever in announcing their console. Still sold 5 million at day the first the first year out. But what happened after that? Third parties started favoring playstation started getting marketing deals you saw kobe bryant get on the stage at e3 for xbox when they did 2k i think it was 2k 14 kobe bryant was on because kobe bryant was on the cover that year and he was the one that was on stage at playstation's e3 then you had call of duty being showcased at the um at the um at the e3 event so people to say that oh if call of duty does this i'm not i'm not i'm just going to look forward to this like no you are a call of duty fan meaning you left to go play call of duty somewhere else before and you're going to do the same thing especially if you still enjoy the franchise and i think people are being very disingenuous when they say that unless you just do not partake in the call of duty bandwagon stuff anymore that game mood people move when those type of games moves when madden moves when nba moves when call of duty moves that's when you see massive shifts inside of the platforms and the ones that actually stand out the most not saying that playstation is going to be outsold by xbox when this happens but there is a discernible difference compared to how many people are buying the game on one platform then another platform when you got marketing deals of games this strong and that's what I think that it may not benefit Xbox right away, 
but it will benefit them and that's the thing that i think a lot of people are just being disingenuous saying that oh it's not going to really matter and i'm like right. okay then we wouldn't be talking about this if it didn't matter right and and to be into to, to so that people understand completely what we're saying we're not saying this entire deal is about cod we understand that king is probably the biggest part the bigger of this part. deal that, that that they are uh, uh interested in because hey mobile which is you know generates you know far more revenue than the console market or the pc market does um and we also have to acknowledge that, that you know blizzard is a big part of this deal too um and the kind of content that they can deliver as well as all the development teams that activision has under their belt i think it's like nine uh um yeah i think it might be a little bit more than that but but somewhere in that that number of developers that they'll be adding and this is uh again well again i don't think cod will always remain the king of sales forever and ever like it's that's just not reality but until it is knocked off like it will make sense for xbox if, if you can spend 70 billion dollars to get this acquisition done and to own all this you get the most benefit out of it that you can and what they value more than anything is growth in their subscription service game pass and what will grow game pass more than anything the exclusive um, the exclusivity the, uh, yeah exclusivity and it being as as Phil Spencer said was in a max media when they did the Bethesda live stream after the deal was finally done these games will live and exist where game pass is yep that's what that's what they're about like they forget all the things they say forget all the hey you know like we we want to keep the games on they said the same thing about Zenimax. we want to keep the games on all platforms and what happened after the deal was done mm. we want to keep the game on all the platforms that are benefiting them and although Sony sees the utmost value in the sale, the singular sale of one game at $70, Microsoft doesn't view it that way. That the value of that sale isn't the same to them. They they find it more valuable to have a $15 subscription than the $70 one-time sale mm -hmm. and hey that's the difference of philosophy we know that for a fact we've seen it from you know uh, former sony executives like sean layton who feels like it's a it's a uh it's a failed stra strategy business uh strategy we've seen it from um sony current sony executives like jim ryan who who's spoken on it before and think that that's not a viable way to work the platform I'm gonna tell who's right, but in yeah, the meantime, right. what we do know is that Microsoft made this acquisition, and we know how they stand with things, and it just makes total sense that eventually that will be the end goal. But the end goal, where in due time, when things are right for them, you know, they pretty mm -hmm. much said it in their arguments. They were like. You know, it does, it's you know, we took it off PlayStation today. 
You know, we would just lose a ton of money. Right. But, <laughs> you know, if things were to change, the dynamics would change. If mm. people would start buying the game over on our side, uh -oh. And you know, it might be a possibility. And and, and why do they offer three years? I, I think they offer three years for multiple reasons. One, they're trying to try to basically hope that Sony would take it and be yeah. fine with it, and that they wouldn't fight this the way they fought it as much as hard as they fought it. But the other reason is that they know that they're not. If they took it, made it exclusive immediately, uh, they're not going to get as many people playing Call of Duty as the people, the mind people that played it a year before. No, yeah. But they would grow so much as, as the Brazilian Commission said, they would grow Game Pass. They would grow. They, they would strengthen their net, their their worth, and it could compensate for a lot of that lost revenue. But it wouldn't compensate for all of it but over time you get there but why take that hard hit initially when you could hey you could convince people you know to, to come to your side remember what jim ryan said uh, the last thing the last time i say then you can go no, ahead like, when jim ryan was like we want the same quality call of duty that we were getting before remember when he said that yeah i remember when he said it so what else was offered with these three years Mm. Not, he, what <laughs> not, not what he wanted. Not what he wanted. Not what he wanted. It's not what PlayStation gamers are getting right now, which is the beta early, which is maps early. Well, even though I don't know if they get that anymore, but like basically any kind of benefits extra early and stuff like that, they get over over the other platforms of PC and, and Xbox and. Um, they want they want that to continue, of course they do because that's those are the reasons why people buy on your platform in the first place. Because before, when it was on Xbox 360, people were buying it primarily over there. So, right, my bad. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Oh, you good? The only thing I was gonna say is like you you were going with that. It was um, the biggest thing people got to realize is not about what's gonna happen today and tomorrow. It's what's going to happen in years from now. Like this is this isn't a move for this generation. This is a move for the next generation. This is a move to get people, you know, seated and ready to go when we want to make another Xbox or when we want to, you know, talk about our next generation plans on what's going to happen. They can include Call of Duty as being something like that. That's when you're saying, well, three years from now, what's going to be the biggest difference? Is Xbox gonna is Game Pass gonna be more prevalent? Are there gonna be more? Uh, is the what do you say? The dynamic might have changed a lot to the point where we don't really need PlayStation to, you know, buffer our sales quarter because that's not the that's not what we're going after right now. We don't know what kind of what kind of uh, thoughts they're having with that, but I can easily tell you that that three year buffer will give Xbox the time in order to figure out what's next for them when it comes to Call of Duty. And if they feel like they need to keep it on PlayStation, guess what? They'll keep it on PlayStation and they'll keep it on there as long as they need to. That's why they're not willing to sign any agreement saying that we'll indefinitely keep something on there because who knows if we will need you 
to um, keep it relative or, you know, relevant after a certain amount of time. So that's the biggest takeaway that I have from the whole thing when it comes to these different conversations. But, you know, people are just once again living in the now instead of thinking about what is this going to be five years from now? What's going to happen after Xbox, you know, um, the three years is up? Is Sony going to have a better foothold with their games as a service? Is Sony even going to care if Call of Duty is on their platform after three or four years? Will they fight to keep it on there? It's a lot of stuff that could change over the course of the next four or five years. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I, I think we got a pretty uh, lively discussion going on in the chat, too, in regards to uh, whether this is good for the industry or not. Not necessarily uh, this this deal overall, whether it's good for in the industry. I, I would say it's uh, um, this, whether Microsoft acquired ABK or not, this is the movement of the industry period if it wasn't going to be them it was going to be Tencent right Facebook actually they went to Facebook first but Facebook is so you know caught up on VR that uh they 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 declined but like it could have been Apple it could have been anybody like the this is we're in the industry right now where Netflix two a year ago Netflix was not a player in the games industry at all and now they've acquired four developers mm-hmm. we absolutely we're in the, we're in an industry where Tencent has made a massive massive investment in Ubisoft and we know that Ubisoft has talked to Sony and Microsoft before that happened. Mm-hmm. We're in an industry now where Square Enix is getting right. They're getting the gym. They're slimming down. They're getting rid of all their dead weight, and they're looking to get. They get. They're looking to get some investment. They're looking at Sony. That's the way of the industry now. Like. If Microsoft stopped acquiring de- publishers and developers, publishing the- and developers aren't going to stop getting acquired. That's true. That is true. So it's oh. it's, it's just the, like it's this industry is not going to change because Microsoft decided to, to spend seventy billion dollars to get Activision Blizzard King. It didn't change then. It was already right. changed. You know, it's it's and, and it's not going to stop anytime soon. You know, it, it's it's not the death of the industry. Clearly, when like like I, I've said this before about just natural growth of things. Remember when Ubisoft just made single player stealth games? Mm-hmm. I remember. And then look at Ubisoft now. This massive publisher with over twenty development teams all over the world, making this a lot of the same kind of games over and over and over again. That now that they're trying to get out of that, but they that's their reputation. No, you're almost right. no stealth 
single player games in, in, in sight. Although they're already starting to get back to that. Yeah, slowly but surely. I bring that up because it shows that like there there's going to be opportunities for publishers who are still independent to fill in that void that's left by these publishers that get acquired and go exclusive. True. You never know who nope. what that Devolver Digital would be a decade from now. They probably still be making funny. E3 shows, but which are amazing, which are are amazing, but they might be doing AAA games instead of just AA gems. Mm-hmm. You don't know what Annapurna Interactive is going to be five years from now. You don't know what Bandai Namco is going to be. You don't. We don't know any of these things. So it's like it's just we, we can't predict the industry. Like oh, well, this is this is it. You know, everyone's just going to get acquired. And everything's going to be exclusive. Right. That's just not true. Like, I, I used to think that by, nobody but Bioware would make the best Western RPGs. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. That uh, Bioware ain't even what you thought it is anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Things change. And yeah, Bunty, we still here, man. You see all those topics Slomo made us talk about today? Oh, man. I just realized <laughs> how many hours we going? Three. Oh, it's time to get up out of here. Let's go. <laughs> it's, it's I mean, listen, go. listen, man. We 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 can we can we can talk, man. We can talk. Yeah, I I, I yeah I I knew it was going to be along because all these topics. But good good for you and grief. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to no, do that to y'all. My bad. No, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate the forty three people still here with us, man. You guys rock out. Absolutely, absolutely, freaking lutely. Thank you all for for uh, for. Um, coming through i did want to shout out our uh our members real quick um and oops that's the wrong tab give me a second shout out to oh wait a minute oh okay come on okay youtube studio is not working right well while you're doing yours i can do mine real quick okay shout out to the channel members we got only on Xbox, Dragonheart Yobi, Texas Lean, Hustle and Motivate, Mike Andy, True Serum, uh, Ham Solo, Texas, I'm a Rich Swag Lord, uh, Ramon Terrell, Hargi Shani, Sir Taz 117, Stardust Acero, Brat Basement Radio Arcade Podcast, Corey Hale, Cat Daddy Lurk, Erotimus, The Homie Slumber Backslap, DJ Oris and that guy Smitty. You guys power the channels. Really appreciate you. Shout out to the 20 members on the channel, man. You guys are truly amazing. And thanks again for the way that you support us in this way. Yep, yep. Um, also on my side, Gaming Forte, Corey Hill, Stardust Acero, that guy Smitty, Sir Taz, Bunty, Homie One Kenobi, Homie Rodimus, Ramon Terrell, Big Mike, True Serum, Ham Solo, Hargi, Shani, Texas, Arch, War, Angel, Enrique, Cat Daddy Lurk, and Dragon Heart Yobi. Thank you guys for always supporting us. We, we really, really appreciate it. We love you guys. Um, sorry, we got super long tonight, but it is what it is. It'd it, it be like that sometimes. You get like a, a bunch, of, uh, bunch of topics. Forte, let everybody know what you got going on over the next week and where they can find you. 
Oh man, got a bunch of stuff going on. Just working on videos for the channel, you know, the Destiny stuff. Um, working on just overall getting some gameplay for next week so Aronimus can leave me alone. But then, <laughs> I, I promised the man I wouldn't have Destiny content for at least the rest of this year because of all the support he did over there. So I'm going to be a man of my word and get that up there. But um, outside of that, man, there's Gaming Forte everywhere YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live, and PlayStation. DPS will be on my channel for eight for 105 next week. And um, it's always a great time being here with you, Slow Mo. You always do an amazing job, especially on a week like this where there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, you always knock it out the park. So, other than that, you guys enjoy your week, your weekend, and um, enjoy the games you're playing. Absolutely. Um, for me, uh, it is what, what? What am I working on? I I'm I'm still working on videos. Again, like, like I said, long form stuff. So they're they're not quite ready yet. Um, I might do a lunchtime with slow mo tomorrow. It depends on if I have the time. Um, but if not tomorrow, maybe maybe a special stream Saturday. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, look out for content coming on the the DPS channel. We've actually been really busy today. Like we. <laughs> uh the the dps channel had two uploads today you know and I, we're gonna try to make sure we get them out a little bit sooner than um just like on wednesdays and thursdays so like maybe like a, a, a couple throughout the week so that's a little bit more spread out but um look out for that too and uh i think that's it i hope you guys uh have enjoyed the show have a great rest of your night or morning because it's already past midnight right <laughs> um but yeah enjoy your games and and take care of yourselves peace peace someone out here killing it where is the oh my god okay i mean we're gonna leave in this as soon as i get the